I feel almost like this could split off into its own episode. Oh, an episode the, the wonderful two, world I mean, of Marion Dora. We've been Dora. gone for a month. We could do two episodes. Yeah, why not? Yeah. That's why it's good that you came a little early. We have a bit of yeah. time. So, the, the, the wonderful world of Marion Dora. Um, so, like I said, I'll just give a recap in case I can't edit, edit it well together. Yeah, so this so is Marion Dora is a yeah. German filmmaker who uses a pseudonym. No one knows who he, who he really is. Um, people have said that he's a physician in his day-to-day life. He's a physician. He's married and apparently has children. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, and he makes these films just for fun. He certainly doesn't make money off them. Um, and they're oddly artistic too. They're, it's not like a lot of the films you find in like these disturbing movies, uh, icebergs and stuff. They're basically just like gore effects reels and, the very August very underground felt like a gore effect. Yeah, and yeah, it, and yeah. it is like yeah. August Underground is by a guy called Fred Vogel, who I actually yeah. just got his latest movie on Blu-ray. Um, I was thinking it was Tom Savini, but it's, no, he was yeah. Tom Savini's student. Tom Savini okay, is much older. Tom Savini's very well known makeup, yeah. uh, special effects artist from you know he he did the original Maniac and so like, he's oh really yeah Tom Savini's oh, okay. great. He's in from Dust Till Dawn. I don't know if you know. He's the guy, oh, with, the, the guy with the, the penis gun. gun. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think I must have known yeah. that. Yeah. No, he's very well-known and well-respected. Yeah. Hasn't been involved in anything particularly nasty. No. Um, Fred Vogel was one of his students and uh, yeah, made the August Underground films, which are really nasty. But They are. They're, they're upsetting. Like, I don't know they're why. They're really horrible. Yeah. But they are also f- very f- fake. We yes. all know who Fred Vogel is, yes, 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 and yes, yes. Fred Vogel actually seems like a really decent dude. Yeah, like he's done. He does plenty of interviews, and he's really nice, and really genial, and kind of explains like, yeah, you know, we just wanted to make something that was the idea of the first August Underground was they just wanted to make a VHS that looks like it could have been picked up, like a hoax. Yeah, kind of like a hoax. Yeah, like yeah. as if someone had found this, yeah, this tape that these serial killers yeah. had made. And it honestly is quite well, quite good at that. And it's and it, yes, and it feels yeah. it feels a bit like. But as movies, no. Well, not. it feels a bit like the scene in. Um, it's been so long since I've seen. It. I don't think the whole movie is like this. But there's this one really horrible scene in. Um, what's the movie with Michael Rooker? Hen- uh, Henry Portrait of a Serial. Oh yeah, Henry Portrait yeah. of a Serial Killer. That's Where he right. sets up the camcorder yes. and he rapes the girl on camera. It's, it's like a home the whole invasion. the whole movie kind of feels like that. Um, kind that of. Weird, no, it's not as graphic. A... No, there's, so there's the, the bit you're talking about is yeah. where they've done a home invasion and you're sort of watching it from one angle and then yeah. it zooms out and you realize they're watching the tape back. Like the killers yeah. are actually watching their own murder on, on tape. That's the problem the BBFC, the British film censors, had with it. That's why they either banned it or at least heavily cut that bit because they had a real problem with the idea of them watching back their own footage. I actually remember. don't remember that element to it. Oh yeah, it's the most famous bit in the movie. Oh, it's is, the is it the thing of the, it's like kind of a long away shot and there's like yeah. a living room and he's like he's like raping the girl, right? Or at least yeah, hurting her. In I some haven't way. seen it in quite a long time, but yeah, yeah so it's a home invasion. So they're yeah, it's, basically it's doing very, all it's, the... it's upsetting. It's quite upsetting mm-hmm. for a movie that was relatively mainstream. Uh, yeah, it wasn't really that mainstream, I guess. Was it not in theaters and stuff? I th- yeah, I'm sure it was, yeah. yeah but yeah. that's the 80s, you know, it's a little different. Yeah, true. But, um, yeah so Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer definitely inspired a bunch of this kind of stuff. But um, August Underground was one of the first examples that I can think of anyway of, like, true, properly, you are meant to have just found this tape. There's yes, no, yeah. 
So that's why it's hard to say they're good films because they're not. They don't really have a story or anything. They are no. pretty much just a succession of really, really graphic torture and murder sequences, which look fairly convincing. They're ARGs. But then it's separated with like these weird, and that's what it actually is quite smart because it makes it feel more more convincing. All the murder stuff is separated by like you know footage of them like going to a corn cover band concert, yeah, and like getting kicked out yeah. and stuff like that. You know, like, well, like going to a tattoo parlor or whatever. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're interesting in their own way. They're not enjoyable to watch at all. They're pretty horrible. Yeah, um, I guess Yeah, again, yeah. I, I haven't even watched a whole one of them. It I was, watched, I did not like it. Yeah, I, I, I watched them. I think I watched them all when I was younger. This yeah. this time, I kind of like skimmed through one of them. It might be something I could tackle again. The, at yeah, this, this, age. this time I kind of skimmed through the second one, Modem, yeah. which is by far the, the worst. And like even just skimming through, I was like, yeah, I don't want to sit and watch this anymore. Like it's again, just, it's, no. just, it's just a shame. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just it, it doesn't feel like a challenge anymore. It just feels like oh, you're just going to make yourself upset. Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, but getting back to Mariandora, yes. so that's that's Fred Vogel out in the open. Seems like a really nice dude. Just really likes gore effects, right? Yeah, sure. Um, Mariandora, on the other hand, seems like a kind of very artsy and pretentious German guy. Yeah, uh, who seems to draw from like a lot of you know very. Uh, artsy films like 70s artsy films mostly yeah um as well as exploitation films obviously but so we'll start at the beginning so i saw two of his films back like 10 years ago um cannibal which is about the armin muir's case about the, uh, the the guy who had a cannibal fetish who found a guy on the internet who had a being eaten fetish and they met up and banged and then yeah yeah and then he ate him um so marion dora takes that subject matter and makes the weird film the weird fucking thing about that film is the the first hour and at least the first hour of it is really really silly it's this guy called Carsten frank who was like one of his most frequent collaborators until the angels melancholy where they separated ties because well we'll get to that later yeah. but that's horrible um Carsten frank is this guy who was like working as an actor they both worked with a director called yuli lamel who's almost like a ua ball kind of guy yeah it makes terrible terrible low budget horror films in the u.s and elsewhere but they both worked with him um and i guess they met each other and realized that they are both really into shit like, like feces they're, yeah they're both gotcha. into that kind of thing so Marion Dora, before Cannibal, had made a film called Debris Documenta, which I have not seen and I will not see. But that's just basically him and this actor, Carsten Frank. And Carsten Frank is just giving himself enemas all the time. He's eating stuff from between his toes and like under his toenails. And like Sounds more like porn. It's, uh, I mean, yeah, there's definitely yeah. a kind of crossover. Boring, yeah. yeah. But it's not designed to be... It's, it's obviously there is some kind of fetishistic element to it, yeah. but it's definitely, it's also designed to be repulsive. Yeah. So, you know, it's not like, even like two girls, one cup is obviously repulsive, but you can tell like the way it's shot and the way it's designed to be sexy. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. Like there are people who are into that, who would find it nice to see that. Whereas the, the way Marion Dora shoots things, it's like, I want to show the absolute worst things that I can and mm-hmm. make you feel terrible. Um, but in a very artsy kind of way with like lots of soft focus and like (laughs) overexposure and stuff. I haven't seen Debra's documentary and I won't, but he did make that before Cannibal, but then he makes Cannibal. And like I said, for the first hour or so, it's 
first of all, not there's nothing really graphic in it. There's some gay sex in it, which is graphic, but it's not like it's just sex. So it's like fine, yeah, yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. You know, uh, although there's still like a lot of close-ups of like people was like kind of drooling, like their ma- their mouths kind of drooling. <laughs> you want, he even wants to make the sex look gross. Yeah, yeah. He, he, I think he kind of did. Like, yeah, you see, like while while he's you know I'm taking it from behind, it's just, just like long strings of drool kind of coming out of his <laughs> mouth, know, like you do, and they're making these kind of like horse yeah. noises, it's like, <laughs> like you know, it's very so it is kind of unpleasant. But then there, it'll come between that and then like a scene of them frolicking naked in a field together. Right. Like literally skipping around. <laughs> like, yeah. So this is the cannibal and his flesh kind of falling in love, right? And the, with like the silly little piano music. Um, <laughs> so there's a lot of that. And at first I was like, okay, well, there's no way this is going to shock me. Like it's too amateur. It's too like kind of low budget. Yeah. Like what can he really manage that will shock me? Um, yeah, no, sure enough. You were wrong. I was totally, <laughs> totally wrong. I shouldn't have underestimated it. Yeah, like you see in fully... Full detail, him trying to bite the penis off. You see him eventually cut it off. How do they, how do, they do this with just practical effects? Really, it's very convincing. Oof. It's very convincing. And I don't... It was made with like a budget of less than a grand or something, or two grand. I yeah, so I'm not entirely... It's not really a conspiracy theory, but like something weird. I have a, He may well have used a real corpse. <gasps> I don't know. I, I haven't yeah. seen it in a while, but there, in later films, he did use real cops. So, oh um, it looks very, it looks very convincing. But again, this and this is what I'm talking about with his attention—not attention, but his focus, his like determination to be as disgusting as possible. It's bad enough seeing a dick get cut off with blood spurting everywhere, yeah. right? Uh, you see him pee through the 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 hole. Oh man! He just starts pissing, I, oh. but it's kind of you know obviously because there's a big. Oh, d- this is tame. Can I get a glass of water before Can- we continue? <laughs> cannibal is tame. Like cannibal is not as bad as other stuff he's done. Oh, and we're I not even at the worst part. I need, I need some water before. We okay, go on. there's one in here. Oh, perfect. Yeah, open it up. It's on the side. Oh, there you we see? go. Yeah, Beautiful. if you can get that out. Okay, let's see how long I can last even just hearing about it. This is something. All right, let's go. Yeah, so Sean's got a look on his face that I've never seen before. <laughs> it, it's changed. He's a changed man, rough. that's for sure. Well, I saw this when I was not much older than 20, 20-odd. 20 um, yeah, so, that, so that's pretty bad. And yeah. then, you know, all the stuff that they like, you know, they're trying to eat it. This is all accurate. This is what happened. Yeah. Um, and I mean, Mewis did film it, too. So there is a film out there. Uh, which some people have screenshots from. Uh, it, it wouldn't surprise me if Marion Dora, being German, yeah. managed to get hold of a copy somehow. Like it really wouldn't surprise me. Uh, but anyway, he yeah, and then he, he you know brings him up into the bathtub to drain him out, and it's actually like really well shot at some points yeah. too. Like the shot of him in the bathtub. And the water's gone all bloody, and the the guys sort of behind him, like touching his head and stuff. It's actually really nicely shot. I was yeah. like, that was a really nice looking. The house looks kind of nice. I mean, it all yeah. looks really grimy and horrible, but I was like, that's really nice. Um, <laughs> so you get that little moment of respite. <laughs> <laughs> watching, watching him bleed out from his dick hole that's in the, the bathtub is like, the, yeah. it's a nice little breather because then he. You know he's he's fading. He's on his way out. So he starts dragging him down to the uh, to the area where he's going to butcher him. Right? It's like a kind of it's a shed. Yeah. 
Um, and he's dragging him. And as he's dragging him, and this is Marion Dora, like, writ large, right? There's no need for this. I don't think it's, uh, like, written officially anywhere. I think it's just what Marion Dora thinks might uh, might happen when you drag a dying body uh, somewhere. Starts shitting? Yeah. It starts shitting everywhere and vomiting. Vomiting? Yeah. Sense. It's like this kind of chunky shit coming oh, out of his mouth. Okay. And yeah, you sort of, I think if, if I remember correctly, he drops him sort of, you know, when he's finished dragging, he drops him and it's just, like, just like this watery shit. And this is real, by the Dude, way. Like that on. is not fake. I don't know. I don't know. It's if I coming can... out of his ass. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. But that's, yeah. this, this Marion Dora film is shit light. Like that's the only yeah. bit that really has much of it, and then he dies. He slits his throat and uh, yeah, guys, hangs yeah, him up, yeah, and then you see him butcher him for about—I'm uh, not joking—about twenty, twenty-five minutes, just piece by piece, piece like. by piece, and it's incredibly realistic. <sighs> and he must—he must have used animal organs. I hope they're animal anyway. Is there? Okay. It's incredibly realistic and unflinching, and he's like making out with the head, like the the head, the severed head. Oh yeah, um, of course. Why wouldn't he? Yeah, and it's all got this like Marion Dora does this in all his films. This kind of contrapuntal score, right? Because in the really nasty bits, you always have either like this kind of like really cheesy organ music. Yeah. Or you have like this kind of nice piano. What was the word music. used? At what type of score? Contrapuntal. What's that mean? I think it just means it's antithetical oh, okay, to what gotcha, you're okay, seeing. Gotcha. It's not. It's not. You know, like in a normal horror movie, I think when you're seeing something violent, you'd get like a gotcha. Kind of score. Okay, but in yeah, this, yeah. it's usually like more like he's trying to make it fun, beautiful. Yeah, yeah which makes it a lot creepier. Yeah, um, and like again, just the the obsession and deal he has with like. The filthiest parts of yeah. a human, you know. Um, it's really, really gross. Uh, yeah, then he, he cuts his head off, and then he eats, sits at the table eating, and the head's at the other end of the table. And that's a really grotesque shot. It's, it's really horrible, but it's also quite... It looks like sorry, something Ariaster might have done. Yeah. You know? Because Ariaster's quite grotesque. Like, yeah. He's got a bit of that in him. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if he'd seen... Sorry. Oh, you should you should get cast in Marion Doro's next film. You would love <laughs> this that. Is probably like, just like belching and being disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sean's more scandalized by that than by the Cannibal. <laughs> I haven't seen Cannibal for a while, but I did remind myself about it. Yeah, um, and then the Angel's Melancholy, which I wasn't sure was by the same guy until afterwards. I don't think, but now I think of it, as, of course, it's the same guy. It's the same actor in it. Yeah, for a start, the cannibal was in this too. Um, Angel's Melancholy is really, really gross uh, to the point where if you were struggling hearing about bits in Cannibal, I'm not going to tell you much about. Give me a few. Give me a few bits. <sighs> I mean, the basic plot. I know it's very plot like. Cannibal you, had a. You told me about Angel's Melancholy. Was it something to do with like people licking smegma off? No. No, 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 no. That that clip is a real. Oh, clip. that's from the gauntlet. That's from the gauntlet. You're yeah. right. You're right. Okay. Although I'm sure if if uh, Marion Dora could get hold of some smegma, he would have that in his mouth. Absolutely yeah, yeah. true. Um, no, it's got. I actually, really, I've just learned when when looking into it again that one of the answers is actually a porn actor. He's a pretty well known porn actor yeah. in Germany called Zanzaragi. Um He's not the worst one. The, the worst one is the guy who was in Cannibal. This guy called Carsten Frank, who took his name off it. Um, now, bear in mind, this is a guy who was in Cannibal and who made a movie before that called De- with the same guy called Debris Documenta, where it seems, yeah. it, from what it sounds like, he's basically Shit, just shitting and eating. Movie, st- yeah, yeah. Like, so there was something that made him take his name off this one. Yeah, and he apparently imagine. stole some footage from it and, like, so it wouldn't be in the film. 
What the fuck um, could it have been? It was necrophilia. Real necrophilia. That's what you think? Uh, that's what it was. I mean, everyone says, including really? Marion Dora himself has said that. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, so the story goes that they bribed a mortician worker to film with a dead body. And uh, they had scenes in it that involved that. Yeah. With Carson Frank. Now, that's illegal, you know, in yeah, Germany. So you couldn't he, just get an actor? He uh, wants it to be real. Yeah, I guess he so. He wants eh? it to be real. Uh, and that I'm almost amazed goes, that I'm like, how does this actor come with him even this far? Yeah. Or it's I, like, where you the, even can the, find the line. Well, and that's the strange thing. This film, this uh, The Angel's Melancholy, has a, has a core cast of like five people. And yeah. none of them have really been in anything else, it doesn't seem like. Um and you're just like, how it's difficult, you know, working with any actor. It's difficult to get them sometimes to say things that they that they they no, don't like. Oh my god! Of. I mean, I've, you I've, know, yeah, I've experienced this recently. Even like little jokes. It's it, right. it's it's, and that's for the best. But I just, I just, it's interesting that it's like, because when I think about this guy doing all these weird, sick, twisted fetish movies or whatever, mm. I'm like. Movies are a very collaborative process. You need a lot of people involved. And he does. Well, so here's an even more interesting thing. He shoots them himself. So he's his own cinematographer, director. He writes them himself. He does the sound himself. He does the music himself. It's him and actors. That's what these movies are. Well, that makes it a little more. Well, yeah, but it's also a little scarier, isn't it? Oh, it's very scary. You basically just got this dude. God, imagine you're a fucking actor on Actors Access or whatever, and you <laughs> you go and you get this role, and you're like, I finally booked a movie, mm-hmm. and then it's that guy. Yeah, and he's like, Why and there's you like this, this and I think what makes it even creepier is that there is a veneer of kind of artsiness about it. Yeah, like to the point where you feel like he may have been able to convince people by showing no, just clips from other, yeah. yeah, like artsier looking clips and saying that I'm an underground, you know, horror yeah, director. People don't understand my stuff. It's a little weird. Yeah, go, and then you end up on set, and yeah. Uh, yeah um, All right, so g- just give me a look. Well, Carson Frank, I think, I, obviously if, worked with him plenty of times. I think he was on board. So even he, at this point, was like, that. no, enough. If um, the PQP audience literally hears me pass out, then so be it. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's the, I'm more interested in like, the conspiracies around this. or, or not, maybe Well, no one really knows. That's, like the, the, that's the, the problem. The theories, yeah. Yeah, no one really knows, um, which makes it... More disturbing, especially when you see what the movies have in them. Um, so this, pl- I mean, the plot of this one is silly. It's like these two guys. One of them seems to be dying, uh, and they sort of semi kidnap these two girls, but not really. Like the girls aren't trying to escape or anything. They take him off to this uh, house in the countryside. Then they get joined by some old fucking like a girl in a wheelchair with a colostomy bag, and you can guess how that goes. Mm. Um, and yeah, then once they get there, it's actually really long and boring. I remember the first 40 minutes or so of being really dull because it's just them kind of talking and it's all quotes. It's all like philosophy, you know, sort of philosophical yeah, yeah. bullshit um, and literary references, uh, which again kind of lends to the idea that, oh, yeah. we're shooting an artsy film. Like we're all sitting around in candlelight talking about philosophy. Yeah. But then, like, quite suddenly. It, it all kicks off. It all starts. <laughs> it, gets, it goes off with a bang. It fucking goes off, yeah. And from that moment on, it really j- doesn't let up. So among the things in that, first of all, a lot of real shitting and real vomiting and yeah, sure. stuff like that, which I'm really bad with. Like I, yeah. can't, I struggle really hard yeah. watching that. Um, although one scene, <laughs> one scene in Angel's Melancholy is kind of funny just because of how 
ridiculous it is. Um, there's a bit where I think the, the the guy who's dying, he keeps having like these screaming fits. You don't know what he's dying of. Uh, he just kind of goes and like rolls around, and he's sort of being comforted by one of the girls, and it's kind of it's almost like a little break. Then all of a sudden, he just shoves her on the ground, squats over, her and just shits on her vagina. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> but it's so sudden. It's just like. <laughs> And yeah, and then he's just like rubbing, and this this is real too. Like you see, it. there's no faking it. Like uh, they must use enemas or something. But um, yeah, so there's that. Uh, there's a lot of animal cruelty in it. Oh, that's a shame. Genuine animal cruelty, which yeah, really is a shame. shame. What yeah. animals are we talking here? A lot of, uh, if I remember correctly, uh, there's a pig being butchered, like slaughtered, which okay, probably was so being good. done. But that you know, probably was being done humanely or whatever. But then. He has to have a girl who's like kind of rubbing her tits and then like rubbing the pig's ass. Yeah, of course. And like kind of making out with its rotting Snip. tongue. Snip. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so sure. that's really that's nasty. Great. There's, uh, I mean, countless like little bugs that you keep seeing being crushed and like yeah. a frog being squeezed oh. into the. Yeah. And there's a cat too. Oh, uh, they get a cat in there, do they? That's yeah. Which he claims was fake. It was a shitty cat. <laughs> no, he, a, I hated that cat. <laughs> he claims it's fake. I, I'm not sure it is. Um, uh, yeah. Because that would break uh, animal cruelty laws in Germany. Um, sure, yeah. And yet there is supposedly 30 minutes of footage involving a real corpse that, that has been destroyed or taken yeah. away. Uh, God, he's got a record saying this. Mary yeah. Dora has. Yeah, yeah. Anonymously. You can't even see his face, though. Who's like, interviewing him? <laughs> like, what are these well, magazines? A, a or? Swedish. Well, yeah, you can interview him via email. Okay. He, he doesn't give many, but there are a few out there, and you can read those. But most of the time, he's like fucking wanking and not acknowledging how gross his films are. Yeah, he really is how good they are. Like it, he just talks as if they're normal films, you right. know, like normal, normal, controversial films. Yeah, he really doesn't get and like questions. You know, they'll sort of ask him like for more deal, like more specific hey, things. Mary, what was the, and the he cat? Always, and he's like, "Yes, it's a controversial." No, he, film. no, he yeah. he said like when when being asked about animal cruelty, he said like, "Well, I don't see it necessarily how it's any worse than." You know, uh, the fact that we eat food just to satiate ourselves for a few hours. And uh, I'm a vegetarian myself and blah, blah, blah. Like, just kind of, like, completely... Well, well hold on. Yeah. Then, <laughs> that's worse. It is <laughs> you're worse, You're a vegetarian yeah. in your He's everyday a vegetarian, life. You're like, he thinks, but I'll kill a pig for art. Yeah, because he thinks it highlights the, the grotesque nature of, like, where our food comes from. Fine and fair. But it's not... You know, we're not talking about earthlings here. You know, we're not talking yeah, about... Yeah, exa- exactly. We're it's not, not talking about a film that's designed or, to do yeah. that. We're talking about a film that's just designed to repulse you in every single way possible. Um, yeah. There, and there... Yeah, there's some really good graphic... There's some really graphic violence. And the, the, the colostomy bag bit is one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. Where basically this girl on the wheelchair with a colostomy bag rips the colostomy bag out and starts like fingering the hole, the hole with like this shit kind of yeah. Sure, and that looked and that's real. Probably real. It yeah. looked real. Like it can't be. <sighs> Fucking maybe it is. I don't know. Like it looked real. Like this guy. I know these are low budget movies, and you would need some pretty good practical effects for it to. We well, just got to wonder. Like that's the thing is, I'm like, who? That's why I don't is get. Is participating in it. That's why I don't get, but they always disappear afterwards. With, like, one exception. There's one dude who has been in a couple of his recent films who doesn't do anything particularly uh, grotesque. Like, I think it's cool. Yeah, and he's just like, oh, yeah, he's an interesting guy. But, like, 
yeah, the ones who end up doing the gross stuff, they don't seem to. The one, uh, the woman who was in his latest film, um, I think, committed suicide just recently. He's still going there, is he? What do you mean? Still making films to this day? Yeah. And that's why I didn't realize. So I saw these two films, Cannibal and Angels of Melancholy, like I said, back in 2010 or 11 mm-hmm. or something. Um, and so when I heard about the iceberg or whatever and like started looking into things, I realized, oh, shit, he's made a ton more yeah. since then. He's made at least uh, four or five since then. And, um, yeah. Has he I, ever made one that doesn't have any of those elements in it? No, I was looking for one. Yeah. Like, I hoped, so like a chill movie. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that would be really interesting. Yeah. Or it would at least, you know, it would at it least. Would, it would lend some credibility. Yeah, to the exactly. It would have given yeah. me the impression, like Last Von Trier, right? Yeah. Like Last Von Trier makes some kind of shocking, yeah. quote unquote, controversial movies, but then he'll make Melancholia, which. Is pretty, pretty tame. Yeah, which is all very things considered. Yeah. It is tame. There's nothing graphic in that at all. Uh, like, it's beating a horse and stuff, but it's fake and like. No one's beating a horse. What are you talking about? In Melancholia? No one beats There's... a horse. A horse just dies. No, no. She's riding the horse and she's just beating the shit out of it until it like wilts while she's riding it. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, it's, great. I, well, it's a great scene. Okay. Well, either way. Yeah, that's not especially. Yeah. But, but what I'm saying no, is yeah, that he, fake, he has so a bit fine, of yeah. range. you know. He, he, and even yeah. in something like Nymphomania, which you expected to be full out, it's actually... Yeah. You know, for a lot of it, it's not. Um, yeah, Marion. So I was looking for one, and I'd heard like some people were saying, "Oh, this one carcinoma is is good. That's a good one." Um, and <laughs> yeah, like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not a good. One. <laughs> well, you know, I looked at the synopsis, thinking like, okay, well, maybe it's just made something more, you know, more kind of stripped back. Maybe it doesn't indulge his like weird death and rotting shit fetishes. Eh? Um, but I looked at the, you know, the, the synopsis and it's like, you know, a man has uh, colon cancer and he starts getting sexually obsessed with his tumor. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, it's already sounding a little bit like, first of all, the cancer had to be in the colon, didn't it? Why so, it be? Yeah, of course. But I had heard it was actually good. Like this one, actually, it f- people were saying it, it is disgusting, but it feels like the disgusting stuff has a purpose in this one. Whereas yeah. maybe the purpose was a little bit tenuous in Angel's Melancholy. I, I can see how both Cannibal and Angel's Melancholy, I can see the purpose in them. Like I can see what they were kind of going for. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I, I kind of get. I, 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 being very generous, I can be like, okay, well, I, I, I see why that's an interesting thing to do. First of all, no one else is really doing anything quite like that. So yeah. that, in and of itself, maybe is you know notable. Um, but Casanova, they said, no, it's a good story, and actually, the the disgusting stuff fits in quite well. Um, mm-hmm. So did you watch Carcinoma? I styled. <laughs> this is this is when I realized that I don't really have the the stomach, you don't have the stomach anymore. anymore. No, I, because you know, sure enough, like within, I mean, I didn't watch it for very long, and then I kind of like skimmed through just to see. All right, is this going to get worse? Uh, and yes, it does. Um, yeah, there's you know, there's a guy, is he's shitting all over the toilet. Like, there's a woman who sort of shoves fingers up her ass and like. Covered in shoes, like shoving them down his mouth, yeah. and I'm like, and then the like a bunch of there was an autopsy in there, a, a real one, yeah. which Marriandor he's got a lot of those. Uh, this lends some credence to the fact that he's in the medical field. Yeah. He seems to have a lot of footage of yeah. genuine medical stuff. 
Um, Which is so unnerving to think about. Someone might be out there. Yeah, someone who works in medicine and is filming stuff, not mm. for science, but for his weird fetishistic yeah, horror movies. It makes you wonder, doesn't it? Because I guess yeah. if you think about it, like he's not showing anything that, is, that isn't likely to be seen by a doctor, certain medical professionals, yeah. you know? So, yeah, I, I guess in that sense, you got to think. Well, it's, a lot it's of medical to think about the fact that you might be getting surgery and there's one doctor there who's like, good stuff, good stuff, good boner. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, but on the other hand, it's kind of interesting to think about these. You know, we say, oh, doctors, yeah, they they um, they help people feel better. It's like yeah. they have to see, when you think about it, they have to see a hell of a lot of really grotesque oh, yeah, stuff absolutely. and deal with it every day. And it's like, it's, you know, so being very generous to him, it's like maybe he's just really, really fascinated with that. There is a be, – maybe being in that profession, it's just made him incredibly fascinated with it and he's trying to show it in a way that other films don't. Yeah. Um, and that's probably the best thing you could say about Casanova, I guess. It's about a guy who doesn't want to treat his cancer. Because uh, he's sexually enamored with his tumor or whatever. I didn't know. see anything sexual, but it seemed like he was just like, he kind of kept fingering. the. It's mm-hmm. like growing on his body. Yeah. And it's like, it's very gross. It's yeah. very gross. And like I didn't want to go you didn't want to interrogate i don't want to watch the whole thing i would not be able to eat like that that's well, yeah it sounds like something i, I won't be, able to be watch. i won't be watching no i don't think i wouldn't suggest anyone does yeah but it's kind of interesting like it's it's, it's an interesting thing that's happened that some guy is making these movies that are really blurring the lines between reality yeah. and fiction so and we they think- are genuinely like sick and so we They're think really that we sick. think that maybe he was Steal. He was Burke and Herring fucking corpses from his local hospital to like to put in his movies. Well, like, the, what's the theory? Well, the, well, the theory that that he sort of confirmed is that, that that they'd bribed a mortician to use the body in Angel's melancholia. Right. I don't know if it's actually true, but it did cause a a thrift between those long running collaborators. Right. To the point where one of them changed his name and never worked with him again. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's it's weird, but you'd have to see like even seeing like trailers w- without graphic stuff, because um, there are a few. There are a few trailers which aren't particularly graphic, and you'd be all right with, uh, or just like seeing little clips. It, you would get exactly what I mean. There's something people talk about movies being sick all the time, like yeah. you know, like, oh well, that's a sick. Movie. Oh, that one's so disturbing, hostile. Yeah, fucking even like a Serbian film is you know sick, very tame. Yeah. It, no, it's it, a Serbian film is not tame. It's pretty extreme. But no, it's not tame, but it's it's. No, it has like a baby being fucked in it. It's not. It's not yeah, tame. But, yeah, but okay. it's there's something about that. It, that feel it feels like a polished movie. It feels this is you know this is fake. This is not real. There's something about the kind of weird gritty like nature of his films and like the low budgetness and the fact that he's just sort of doing it all himself and he's somehow got these actors to do these horrible things. The, they're not porn actors, as far as I know. They're just right. really, really... They've been... Somehow, they've been convinced to do yeah. really disgusting shit. On, and, and like, just, yeah, the tone, that everything looks kind of slightly green, and there's, like, this weird... And he does have that, which I would kind of say Ari Aster has, too, this kind of, like, weird thing, you know, with, like, the rotting head at the end yeah. of Hereditary, and it's just, like, ugh. Yeah. It's kind of artistic, but it's, like... A bit unsettling. I like the bodies that mid- in Midsommar at the end that have been stuffed with. Yeah. He's got that kind of quality to him, too, to the point where I wouldn't be surprised if Ari Aster had maybe seen one or two of his films. Yeah. Because they are well known as far as that kind of thing yeah, goes. Yeah. It's not You're like a horror they, hound. They play at festivals, you know. Yeah. Like, but 
Yeah, it's too much for me. It's too much for my blood. He's made um, he made another one called Voyage to Agatis, which uh, he apparently filmed in like three days on a boat. Um, What's that one about? Uh, it's about a, 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 a rich couple on a boat who takes some young girl. I haven't seen it, but they take some uh, young prostitute and take her on the boat and basically torture her forever. Um, but apparently that one's yeah. pretty restrained. That one doesn't have much bodily functions in it. Just a lot of gore. And kind you're of, just, but you're just like, to me, I'm just like, all right, what, what's the upshot? Like, what's the, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just getting old. Mm. I'm like, I don't want to watch a movie about a young prostitute being tortured for three days on a boat. Yeah. Unless something really riveting happens. Well, no. And if it's Marion Dora, it will be surrounded by a lot of like ponderous shots of like the horizon. Yeah. With, like, <laughs> like, piano, or some piano score. Like, I don't, I don't want Someone wanking philosophical. I don't want to dismiss you know. <laughs> a movie on the premise alone. I don't want to be closed minded, but like. No, I, I don't think you'd be any better for seeing something yeah, like that. Yeah. I'm just like, it's just stuff like that. Like, or like August, like any of those kind of snuffy type films. I'm like, yeah. I don't know. August Underground, I can see the value in... You as know, an effects just, fan? Well, not only that, but just as like, oh, someone with no money, kind of like the Blair Witch Project, you know, had the yeah. idea to replicate something kind of horrible, like a yeah. horse. You know, like, I, I, I see value in yeah. it, even if I don't think the actual product is particularly worth watching. Yeah. But I see like, right, the value yeah. in that yeah. as an exercise, sure. Um, and the same <laughs> with Marion Dora films. It's like, like, on the one hand, like the, the kind of artistic side of me wants to be like, Fuck, this is this is transgressive. <laughs> this is, this is exactly, <laughs> there's no denying that. There's no denying that. This is there is as far as I can tell, there's not much like this. This is transgressive. That's a great the RogerEbert.com <laughs> review of the Angels Melancholy. Well, is what that's why I was looking for. Yeah. I just I I, I think I didn't bargain for it actually kind of really existing. Yeah. You know, I, but it is I was trying to find something where like even I was like this this is truly disturbing. Me. Yeah. Because there are a lot of disturbing films, which I, I can appreciate that they're disturbing, and I find them disturbing in my own way. Things like Salo or whatever, you know. Yeah. They're definitely disturbing films, but I come away more or less unscathed, you know? Like, yeah. Whereas the, the Marion Dora torch, like, he, tor- he, he torments me. The idea that yeah. he's out there still making these fucking films. <laughs> I'm scared of him. <laughs> it's honestly, like a boogeyman. Yeah, honestly, yeah. kind of, yeah. I'm just like, there's something really yeah. fucking wrong with this guy. He's not in your dinner for five. Oh, God, I would not, I would not want him at a dinner table. God knows <laughs> what he's serving up. God knows. Um, uh, I was going to say, he's actually. Ma- he's oh, made, sorry, he's made, uh, two, he's made a double feature recently. Uh, <laughs> two different films that were kind of shot back to back uh one's called uh something something of maria whatever and it's about a woman who falls in love with a corpse of kind course of. and then the other sure, one sure. The, the other one just has a great name where i think he's kind of running out of florid titles um the name of the second one is pest i'm gonna mispronounce it in german pestak de menschlichkeit which is the, the blight of humanity. There we go. And uh, yeah, not many people have seen that because apparently it had a kind of weird release. I've seen a photo from it, which yeah. even though it's not an especially graphic photo, it's just the way it looks. Uh, what, you're going to look for the photo? Yeah. Yeah, if you just type in... Do I need to go to DuckDuckGo to find it? No. No, okay. no, it's, it's like the one of the promotional photos. Uh, but if you just see it, even though it's not, there's nothing particularly graphic in it, you'll just go like, oh, yeah, I don't want to see this movie. Uh, here we go. Blight of Humanity, Marion Dora. Yeah. You'll see a photo. Here we go. I don't know which photo you found. Um, missed, um, Let me have a look. This, this one? 
No. Yeah. This is the one? Yeah, that's like the one. Kind of a mealworm coming out of the guy's nose? No, or? yeah, it's actually, I think it's a stick being shoved up her nose. Oh, it's a lady, is it? I think so, yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah. That's the kind it of just, look... It does, like, it, it, it truly <laughs> it just, just looks, looks like a snuff horrible. film. Yeah. yeah like, it just looks uh, horrible, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's not for me. Not for think. you, no. I, I would highly no. recommend staying away from no, it. No, I don't think that's... I wish you know, I, I don't think you gotta recommend too hard. I, I, will, I, wish, I, I wish I hadn't seen that. That's no it. fucking uh, Garden of Eden apple for me. I'm not gonna no. be tempted in any way. No. Uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure he would find that somehow poetic or symbolic in some way because he's also pretentious that's the other thing yeah, it's like sure. <laughs> it's like he's also really douchey uh, uh, what I was going to say though is um, uh, slightly changing gears the on this episode for some reason off mentioned Meg she was, she was talking to me the other day mm-hmm. and she was like I saw the most disgusting movie I've ever seen in my life last night and I was like pray tell <laughs> this movie that's in the theaters right now called X I saw it I went to the theaters to is see it, it. Is it is it as over the top as she was making it? Is it pretty out there? Uh, she said not it was especially, no. her. Okay, so her sort of words on now. This you got to know. This is not a horror person. So she yeah, I can yeah. imagine if you haven't seen very. She much, said it yeah. was. She said it was gross in unexpected ways. Well, after coming back from like getting into the Marion Dora hall, watching the X was pretty. Nice. <laughs> you were like, you. <laughs> it was very pleasant. <laughs> She said it was gross in unexpected ways, and she said it was also. Uh, she said it was upsetting to her because it felt weirdly real, in in the sense of in the way that I, I think I I told her not to spoil anything, so she had. You know, it's by T. West, right? So this I didn't until oh, okay. she brought it up. Yeah, I had kind of vaguely heard uh, that there was a movie out there called X that I thought was about like porno, and I was like, "What is it? Like, is, I was like, "What is this? Like licorice pizza? Like it's about seventies porno or something?" Because there's been like eighteen different things that have come out about porno in the last five years that yeah, I don't really. They're, they're getting into it again. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like whatever. I don't care. All right, um, but she told me about it, and I looked it up, and I saw that it was by is it T? I thought it was Ty. I thought it was T West. Maybe. Maybe Ty West. Okay. Maybe it is T. But Either regardless, way. um T I West. And I told her, I was like, oh, that's crazy. I love that guy's movies. Mm-hmm. I know you don't, but I do. Like I, I don't dislike House of the Devil. Them. House of the Devil's fine. It's not House I don't think it's perfect. Good. Uh, Innkeepers Innkeepers is, is good. decent. It's not great. Sacrament is good. Sacrament's not good. It's good. No. But then he kinda disappeared for a little bit. Yeah, and yeah. now he's back with what's apparently a quite out comparatively, because those movies are all very restrained. Like nothing that so is this. crazy until at a certain point. I mean, it, but, but he's doing the same thing. Unlike the Sacrament, which was kind of a bit of a departure. Actually, no, no. To be fair, the Innkeepers was like a modern horror film too. Yeah, uh, the Innkeepers doesn't have anything. He's, he's gone back to like the House of the Devil kind of aesthetic, where he's trying to replicate films from a certain era. Yeah. So that's what he's doing with this one. It's a it's a seventy slasher movie essentially. Okay. Um, or a seventies exploitation movie. Um, right. And he's done, you know, down to the, down to every detail. A bit like Tarantino does, or like the Grindhouse. It's mm. more like, honestly, like my my crit, my main criticism of it was that it seemed to owe more to existing pastiches of those kind of movies than the actual than movies themselves. The movies themselves. Yeah, 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 that yeah. would be a criticism I had of it. I didn't hate it though. It was quite yeah, entertaining. What were, your, what were your thoughts on it? Yeah, it was, it was pretty said. entertaining. Were I mean, you disturbed, uh, Sean? No, <laughs> were, not, you, were you thrown for a loop? No, no, not even slightly. But nor do I think it was really trying to do that. I, I, I think yeah, you got to understand more, this is this is not a horror hound. This girl, this is hard. No, I can understand all, yeah. it being. It's definitely more graphic than most things I can think of. At least, at least it's the most graphic thing I've seen in the cinema for a while. 
Except okay. for Studio 666, the Foo Fighters movie, but we'll talk about that. Yeah, this year... <laughs> what? Oh, you don't know anything about that? <laughs> no, what are you talking oh, about? Oh, wow. Okay, well, we'll get on to that. Okay. Keep, keep that on the back burner. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> the Foo Fighters made a slasher movie. I don't. It came out this year. You didn't hear about that? <laughs> no. What? Yeah. And now the, now the drummer's died, but um, you surely you heard about that. Have you just... heard, I heard the okay. drummer died. Yeah, yeah. I did not... And I, that's, I literally yeah, they, heard they one made, sentence about it. The Foo Fighters made, made an exploitation fictional... movie. Uh, well, well, they're playing themselves, but yeah, they're involved in like, like a comedic? kind of slasher movie. It's, it's supposed to be. It's not funny, though. It's gross? Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. Okay. It's violent. Okay. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, what I was saying about X is that, yeah, it was more graphic than yeah. most things you would see, I guess. Sure. But... I mean, not special. It was more like, you know, more kind of like uh, Saw Final Destination style. It's graphic, but you're sort it's of kinda more... kind of goofy. Yeah, you're more meant to kind of laugh at some of it or be yeah. like, ooh, you know. Yeah. Um, like, there's a couple of deaths in it, which are, I think, genuinely quite good. Like they're yeah. really quite funny in that, in that kind of sports way. Not in the sense that, like, oh, my God, we're just watching someone suffer. Yeah. Like uh, Marianne Dora, for instance. <laughs> <laughs> the bar's been set, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we're not just watching. It's not, uh, you know, lingering on suffering or anything like that. But yeah. there are some deaths which are, like, pretty inventive or kind of well done or whatever. Um, it's fine. It's got a big... Uh, I don't think the story is that interesting, and I don't think it does really anything to subvert anything. So it really is just like, oh, you have tried to make a 70s slasher movie. Okay. And that's pretty much all there is to but it. It's pretty like shallow. The set of a porno... Yeah, it's pretty shallow. I, I can understand yeah. why, or like where there might be some metaphors or commentary or whatever, but it's yeah. fucking nothing. It's not, not worth thinking I, about. I, uh, it's a bit of a sidetrack before we get back to this Foo Fighters movie. Sorry, Kid Cudi's uh, in X, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. A small role or? No, a pretty large, pretty large role? role, yeah. He's not playing himself. No. Okay. No, this is X. It's set in like the 70s. Was, yeah. Okay. Uh, no, he, he does have a large part, though. Okay. Shall we say? Oh, you see his dick. It's prosthetic. I mean, I mean, it must be. But yeah, there's a, it's actually quite funny. And there's a, there's yeah. a very funny scene where you know he's sort of standing naked in the door talking to this old man. And you just see like a kind of shadow of a dick that's hanging that's like, down to his knees, pretty much. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, what I was going to say is there was a weird maybe couple months of my life when I was dating Risa, and we would watch. She had some. She worked for this app. That was like a movies app, but mm-hmm. because she worked for it, it was kind of jailbroken. So she just had unlimited access to like every movie that came out on VOD in the world. Right. Um, so we would watch all these movies and we would watch a lot of these horror movies. And I kept, we, we just weirdly, she likes horror movies a lot. And we would weirdly just like keep stumbling on these horror movies that were like, you know, you watch a horror movie and it's generally like fairly affable, even insofar as a horror movie goes where you're like this is pretty inoffensive and pretty cheesy mm-hmm. but then it would just have these random little bits like you reminded me you said like the lingering on suffering where i'm like even like movies that seemed to be a little like campy or comedic would have these scenes in them where people were suffering just a little too hard mm-hmm. and i was like this is like tonally it was all over the place one yeah. of these was um you talk about the babysitter one again 
Have I talked about it already? Like three times. Yeah. It's fucked. It's fucking <laughs> weird. It's. I think I thought I've been thinking about this movie for the past week. This movie haunts me. It's really weird. One feeding a child's hamster to a snake in mm-hmm. front of it is very fucked and weird. Yeah. But now I know Mary Dory would have done it for real. <laughs> yes, he would. <laughs> of course he would. But then, like, then there's also weird stuff in that movie, like the babysitter sh- taking a shit or a piss or whatever on the toilet and leaving the door open. Mm. And, like, this little 12-year-old boy who's, like, not quite sure about sex but knows that the girl is pretty is, like, watching through the doorway. And she's, like, kind of, like, staring him down while she wipes her her piss. Well, that's kind of like that scene in Mrs. Doubtfire, which always bothered me. <laughs> which one are you talking about? Well, the one where Mrs. Doubtfire, where who, she's who is their dad, piss. Yeah, who is yeah. their dad in disguise, you know, takes a piss standing up. And the boy, like, opens the door because it's not, like, it's shut Jonathan properly. Jonathan Taylor Thomas or something, isn't it? Or, like, I, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, and, and yeah. sees his dad's cock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pissing whilst dressed as an old lady. Yeah. And and it's kind of just forgotten about. Well, do you remember? Like they go, oh, actually. so you're your dad. Okay, great. Oh, so nice to have you back. It's like, you are dad's you not fucking? Like, yeah, are you not traumatized? By it's a bit and then odd. even worse than that, he says, "But don't tell the young one that like, she's not ready." To- <laughs> it's like, all right, so you've just shown your son your cup while disguised <laughs> as an old lady that's been infiltrating the home. <laughs> And then you're telling the older kids, oh, don't, and don't tell the young one. That's why he doesn't get custody at the end of the movie. Yeah, they, yeah, they cut that bit out. Yeah, you see his, like, his big, you know, ins- you see his big inspirational speech at the end where he's like, my kids are my oxygen, you can't yeah. take them all. He's like, Mr. well, that's Daniel, all very nice. to be but, that you but showed your remember, cock. The, remember the bit where you, where you showed your remember pissing bit. <laughs> you showed your pissing cut to your son and then uh, told him not to tell anyone. That is awesome. <laughs> Infiltrating his <laughs> yeah, home, after dressed as a disguising woman. Disguising yourself, you're well, yeah. You're it's funny. Insane. I was actually thinking about. I you're dangerously I was thinking insane. about how poorly that scene is aged because I remember the kid runs downstairs and he's like, "She's a he. He's a he. She. He's a he. She." Yeah. And then they're like, "I don't think I have a gun." Yeah, they're like posing a fire poker at her. That's or right. Yeah. Like, don't come any closer, you freak. Yeah, and he's like, "Don't worry, it's just me, your dad." Oh, and they're like, good. "Oh, great. Oh, good. <laughs> cool. Would you like to raise us again, pops?" <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't remember how we got onto that. Oh yeah, your babysitter thing. Oh yeah, yeah the babysitter. But then the other one is uh, it, the there was a movie they made, the Banana Splits. So there was a there was yeah. A, you talk, you've talked about this on the podcast. It's before. weird. Okay, it's but. like it's like it's a cutesy like cheeky Five Nights at Freddy's type movie. And, but then they have like real suffering, mm-hmm. like making a girl partake in the murder of her boyfriend, or like well, it's this... not real suffering, is it? Though, well, it's, no, it's not it's real. Acting. No, yeah. I know that the bar has been set. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to see real suffering, I just, I just check out writer wise, it's, it's an odd choice because it's like. Like another one where this very sympathetic put-upon producer character who clearly doesn't want to be there and doesn't like any of what's going on, they like snap her ankles and make her run an obstacle course and hit her in the head with a hammer. And it's like like played for laughs. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is very strange. Yeah, they don't always get the tone right. No, they don't. I think X more or less does. Yeah, yeah. It it does have um, the, the... I don't think it's a spoiler to say that the antagonists are old people. Okay. Very old people. Um... And it does kind of lean in pretty heavily to, like, a lot of it. It's just like, ugh, how disgusting are old people? Yeah. It's like trash humpers. Yeah. There's a, there's a bit... Yeah. 
It would be too much of a spoiler to say. One of the interesting things that I didn't realize is Mia Garth is the the main character. Like the, the actor's the, name? The actress, yeah. Her name is Mia Garth. She's been in a lot of things. I think okay. she's dating Shia LaBeouf or something okay. like that. Um, she also plays the old lady. Oh, that's fine. In like a shitload of prosthetics. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of strange. But then it turns out, I guess he, he actually shot two films back to back. So he shot X and then he shot a prequel. About the old lady, so Mia Goff will be playing the old no, lady. He as a was young. really banking on X having a lot more success than it seems like it is. I don't know. I don't know if it's done well or not. It was playing out here in Sudas, which is kind of strange. And I watched it with a pretty full house. And yeah. like around here, you know, this is a pretty conservative area. Yeah. Um, and this I mean, film is it is, graphic? Is it? It's pretty graphic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And some of the sex stuff is pretty graphic too. Yeah. You get to see a nice loaded cum being wiped off. Really? So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it's, it's fairly graphic. Like I say, it's a little bit more graphic than you'd usually expect, but it's also nothing that's going to disturb you, I don't think. No, probably not me. No. there's a, Actually, there's a bit of uh, thalassophobia in it that you might not like. Well, I, I've been <laughs> I've been spoiled. When I, told, when I told her to stop giving me spoilers, so she told me there's gators in it. Yeah, there is a gator in and it. And I'm like, ooh. That's one of the best bits. It's scary. Yeah. Well, she's very phob of the. F- she's very f- afraid of gators. That's like one of her specific gators. Oh, okay. Yeah, she doesn't like gators. I don't like gators either. I'm with her. Well, I don't think I would like to be in a situation that they're in with a gator. But, yeah, but even um, just looking at them, they freak me out. Yeah, there's one really great, like one of the best shots in the movie is pretty early on, where um you see like a big bird's eye view of a woman swimming back across the lake uh, towards the dock, and there's a gator Oof. just following her. Oof. But nothing ever, spoiler, nothing comes of it. But it's really, mm. that's just a nice shot. It just looks very good. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that was X told. Studio yeah. 666 you want to hear about. <laughs> yeah, what's this all about? This, this is like the rock and roller coaster of Foo Fighters uh, projects. It, it's more like, you know those Kiss movies that they used to make? Yeah. It's a bit like that. Like It's that kind of concept where it's like, oh, we'll get the band to play, you know, twisted versions of themselves in right. some kind of high concept situation. So... Yeah, it's the band, the Foo Fighters, who are being harassed by their label, like their their record manager, played by Jeff Garlin. <laughs> oh, boy. And, um, yeah, and it's like, wait, is this the real Foo Fighters being yelled at by their label that, they, that they're taking time with a new album? Like, that's the thing. They're struggling to write a new album. Yeah, that is like, seem... Yeah, the Foo Fighters are being yelled at by, uh, and, like, I kind of berated by I don't label. see a no. world where, <laughs> where the Foo Fighters have to answer to a label. Even. Or <laughs> that even that, like, I don't, like, I'll bet you the Foo, if the, if you told me the Foo Fighters haven't released a new album in 15 years, I'd be like, okay. Yeah. They're just touring on their old hits. That's fine. They got a lot of them. Yeah, that's kind of what you expect. And that's yeah. making, that's making more money than yeah. recording an album does. Yeah. You know, like this is, yeah. but, you know, I, okay, fine. I can accept that. That's the premise. So they get, so the manager's like, oh, I know. Well, if, you, if you're not getting the inspiration, I, I know this house that you could go to. It's a house where, <laughs> yeah, no, this is the plot. <laughs> this is real. There's a location. Here's a house where this band uh, tried to record an album, but they went insane and killed everyone. So it's like The Shining kind of set up, you know. Yeah. Like, oh, we're going to a place where there's like a dark history. And he's like, well, yeah, the vibe there will give you inspiration. <laughs> So they go there, and it's like all the. I mean, it's it is ostensibly a comedy, and you can tell that there are like jokes there, but they fucking hell, they don't land. Like, not <laughs> there's not a funny moment. The, the funniest moment in the entire film is where, for some reason, fucking Will Forte is playing a deli- like a, a DoorDash driver, right? Who goes to the door, delivers food, and Dave Grohl answers it, and he says. Oh man, like, you're Dave Grohl. Wow, Foo Fighters. You're my you're my second favorite band after Coldplay. 
And I was like, all right, yes. that's funny. That's like, that's like a slightly, you know, self, uh, right. Uh, yeah, self deprecating joke. Yeah. You know, okay. that's kind of right. funny. Cool. You know, but that was the only time where I went, huh. Yeah. The, the rest of it is like, oh yeah, that, that was a joke, but it's yeah. like so unfunny. And they, none, none of them can act either. Like they're, they, 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 so they can't make jokes land. Yeah, I'm just like, who is this for? Like, is this uh, for, for all the Foo Fighters? Fighters is this for the I Foo guess. Fighters fans who are also super into graphic horror movies? Well, that's the thing. Is like they, I think there's a part of Dave Grohl coming from where he did with music. Like, yeah. you know, coming from like relatively obscure hardcore bands and then going into like Nirvana. Yeah. He joined Nirvana when they were still like Nevermind hadn't taken yeah. off. You know, so like, I think he sort of fancies himself a bit of like a... Like like a kind of obscure like, like oh my my true heart is in like obscure yeah. kind of extreme true. stuff. It may well be true, but um, and he, he did like that probot thing or whatever, like some side projects. He's he's like trying to every now and then kind of get some credibility. Yeah, I, maybe that's what it is with this movie. I don't know if it was his idea. I don't know whose idea it was, but someone made it and. Um, yeah, so it's just, you know, they're, they're in the house, they're trying to record the album, there were lots of really, it's long, it's like, I think two hours Three or hours long. long. It's two, I think it's over <laughs> That's two. That's a lot, two yeah. is long for a movie like for that. For this premise, yeah. Yeah. Um, so there are really long stretches of it, which are boring as fuck, where like nothing is happening at all. But the idea is that Dave Grohl eventually gets possessed by the evil spirit in the... In the fucking house, and he starts he kills all the other band trying members. to kill the other bandmates, oh but God. then like Chris they get saved. And- yeah, and then I, you know, I don't want to spoil it, but Chris Novoselic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it sucks, but that gets pretty graphic. Like it's but gory, also, huh? Like it's it's gory, but it, it's that the most. I think the most gory part of it is at the very beginning, um, where you see what happened in the house, you know, thirty years ago or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, not as graphic, but it's again, it's so badly like put together and like poor, like uninspired, like so poorly executed. The it's hard for that gore to even affect you. There's such a big difference between that's that's kind of what I was talking about with some of the other filmmakers. It's like August Underground it, that affects you because it seems very real and yeah. it's convincingly real. Um, Marion Dora because he's got this kind of horrible atmosphere yeah. to everything. But something like this, so you see it, and it's kind of like X. It's like, uh, yeah, it just kind of washes yeah. off you a little bit, which yeah. in a way feels worse than being upset. actually upset by yeah. it. Because it's like, all right, well, I'm watching representations of you know people getting their entire body sawn in half or whatever, and I just, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Like, just bored. Yeah. Not at all disturbed or upset by it. It's like, in some ways, maybe that's worse. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's more desensitizing. I think you've been going through a lot these last I have. <laughs> <laughs> these last few weeks. I'm just alone here with my thoughts, man. Like, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you can't mediate. You're like, I feel nothing or I feel too much with these fucking pieces of media. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I also just kind of reconnect. It's interesting to go back to yeah. some stuff where I was, I was, I thought I was pretty hardcore. Um, <laughs> yeah. with like my music taste and my fucking film, the films that I would watch. And, mm. uh, yeah, it turns out I'm not really, uh, if you're a real, hold on. If you're a real gore hound, check, take a look at my index finger right here. I noticed that. Yeah. I thought I thought it was just like old. Um, no, I smashed it in a door. Oh yeah, that happens. Hurts like yeah. Hell. So you got kind of black yeah. bruise under your finger mm. now. Yeah, that's no, not too bad. 
Although Marion Dora would start licking it. Pry open the fingernail. He'd try to get the, tongue, tongue, the nail off the nail bed with his tongue. That is a bit in Mendel's Alancolia. With nails? Uh, pulling, with pulling off the nails. I think it's toenails, yeah. Yeah, of course. Why not? Yeah, that's horrible. It's really <laughs> fucking horrible. I wish I hadn't seen it. And like, I reminded myself of it. I haven't watched the movie again, but even just reminding like those images are in my head forever. I hope it's not the last thing I see flash before my eyes before I die. Yeah. <laughs> oh, great. Of a all life, the things I saw. Life wasted. Of all, of all the things I saw and felt and experienced in my life, that's the one that stuck there and like taunted me on the way out. Yeah, no, it's, it's fucking horrible. There's also, I mean, I, I've got so much to talk about with this kind of stuff because I found a new one, a new collection. And this is... Huh. Because I, I found that, but back when I was looking in the past, it was like the IMDb forums I'd be trying to find stuff on or like yeah. get recommendations. But now there's a whole world of, you know, Reddit. Like there's a yeah. subreddit called yeah. Disturbing Reddit slash. has really streamlined that stuff. Yeah. yeah. It makes it so much easier to just look through trolls of stuff and get links and like. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a Reddit called, a subreddit called Disturbing Movies. Sure. Which uh, is a really fascinating place. going to pop on right now and take a look. Uh, yeah, I've actually, I've, I've got some selections. Oh, good. Because a lot of it, when you're scrolling through it, a lot of the time it's just like people sharing photos of like their blueberries. You know, oh, it's oh, one of those look at this one. Ones. Got this guy finally. Wow. 8,000 8, members on this one, by the way. Yes, yeah, so not that many, actually. That's pretty, that's pretty low. See, look, this like, is this is upsetting to me. Like this. That's looks... from a, yeah. That's from a movie called Megan is Missing. Yeah, which is a terrible movie. But the the ending. That's a found footage movie. It's not really. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't overall call it uh, an extreme movie, although the ending is pretty nasty. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like hostile level. It's, it's not that bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so going I'm, through I'm that. Join, I'm and joining like, this subreddit. Sorry? I'm joining this subreddit. Okay. So I can keep so, up. Yeah, so a lot of the time you're scrolling through that, it's just like, you know, pictures of DVDs which look like they just have like raw meat on the cover, basically. It's just yeah. like a lot of very <laughs> yeah. bloody. Yeah, and a lot of the time, not not super interesting. But what happened though is that iceberg happened, right? Yeah. So, and there's kind of now a rift in that community because there are a lot of people. I, I think the people who founded that community and like the, its main kind of its core membership are people who like search for really kind of obscure yeah. and and kind of weird and sick movies, right? And you know, they're especially. It's also kind of like a collector's. Yeah. subreddit too. yeah yeah because like, getting these movies of, on blu-ray is not easy uh, actually it's, yeah a, a lot of the time it's not uh, but yeah like so sometimes well like for instance i found this guy and this is a problem with some of the new crowd coming in and i think it's upsetting people Salo. <laughs> yeah so this guy has shown uh, not even the criterion version no he's got he's got <laughs> he's holding up a, a blu-ray of Salo, which is you know, it's a, it's a kind of disturbing movie, movie, but yeah. no, no, no very it. easy. It's not. Yeah, it's aired on TV, and yeah. it's easy to get. I like. You could go on Amazon and buy it right now. Yeah. He, <laughs> the caption is: "Never thought I'd find something like this in Denmark. I'm still kind of shocked." It's solo. Yeah, it, it's a it's very a Pasolini famous movie. movie. Yeah, it's like, a Pasolini movie. I, I, but was, he says specifically, never thought I'd find something like this in Denmark. Denmark, one of the biggest producers of bestiality porn in the world, where it was legal up until like a, well, a couple of decades ago. 
And he's like, oh, Denmark, I can't believe I found this here. It's like, Denmark, don't censor. I didn't think I was joking, but Salah did have a Criterion release, didn't it? I've got the Criterion release. Yeah, Yeah. so like it's, that's how mainstream this movie is. Yeah, but this is a UK copy. This Uh, is a Region 2 copy, I can tell by the, uh, well, it's BFI, it's the BFI release. Can I I throw you one right here? That I just found? Okay. Uh, I just recently, I have a pretty, uh, blah, blah, blah. He's, he's basically, this guy's showing off his collection. Take a look at this sweet, disturbing movies collection. Tell him what you're seeing here. Oh, I, hang on. Because I've got one a bit like this, too. Yeah. So, yeah, there, this is a problem with the new people, right? No, no, let me see. Let me see. Okay. So, this is a problem with the new people. They're coming in and they're like, check out my collection. It's uh, I Spit on Your Grave, the remake trilogy, which is... You know, yeah, that's what it is. The original, which fair enough, it's nasty. Okay, uh, Mondo Schlocko, I don't even know what that which is, which I assume is a collection of uh, of uh, you know, like real life executions and stuff like that. That tends to be what those are. This looks like a very budget, it's probably clips yeah. downloaded from the internet. Yeah, and anything with Mondo in the name, yeah. Well, it used to be like it, there was an Italian kind of scene where they would yeah. actually go and get footage from yeah. these places but uh no this this just looks like something someone's printed from yeah downloaded some clips from the internet yeah. and made a dvd of it uh but then yeah so those two those three i'm like okay fine yeah <laughs> but he's got vhs2 <laughs> the sequel train spotting <laughs> not even a horror movie <laughs> last house on the left the remake right the house that jack built okay human centipede 2 and salo uh yeah, the, there's I, a couple weird there are a outliers couple, that are very like train spotting probably shouldn't be there. Yeah. But look, they have uh, this is a problem that they're experiencing in the community ever since that iceberg thing. And you're realizing like what, what I realized when I scroll through is a lot of these people are teenagers. Like they are yeah, exactly, kids yeah. who said that their mom won't let them use their credit card to buy something from a website. That's awesome. You know, so there. So we're having this problem with like these old fucking weird neckbeards who are into like extreme movies are now having to deal with posts where it's like, look, just got Evil Dead, yeah. the remake, and they're getting kind of annoyed. This, um, this, By the way, this shot, although I know it is a shot from the movie, the shot done on the cover of this of this Sala movie, yes. makes it look like a much sexier movie than it is. Like Even that shot in context is not it's sexy. A, it's, a, it's a shot of the, uh, the, the girls, naked girls in dog colors yeah. that are being fed. It's food. like... Yeah. It's, it's not sexy in the film, but it looks like a porno right there. Yeah, and that's the BFI release, and BFI are very you know, yeah. prestigious. And yeah. they kind of the UK equivalent. Yeah, because they get, if I recall correctly, they are about to get fed rolls with like needles in them. Yeah, that's that's yeah. how the scene ends. <laughs> oh, sorry for the spoiler, guys. Yeah. If you guys haven't seen Sala. Um, yeah, and then like you know they're talking about it, and they're like, "Whoa, is this movie real? Is it based on real?" And, you know, they're saying, like, trust me, bro, it's the worst thing I've ever seen. It's gross and show very evil and cruel things. This movie is banned, so <laughs> I got... Like, <laughs> this movie is banned, so I got it from Torrent. It's not banned. No. It's not banned. It's not. Hence the BFI Blu-ray release <laughs> with an 18 certificate from yeah. the UK. The UK banned films sometimes. And Salo was sort of de facto banned in a few places in the 70s and, like, yeah. until it got a home video release much later. It's not banned. Uh, so I got it from Torrent. I watched it and decided to delete it immediately because it's just IDK. I don't know how to explain how bad I felt after watching all that and hoping it's just fictional and not based on any true event. Because if it was based on true event, I don't know what type of hell all these people suffered. That's all one sentence. Not, no well, punctuation in that. Yeah, I mean, he's in luck. 
And now, so look, that is clearly, to me, that is clearly a child. A child. Yeah. Like, that is someone who really doesn't know what they're getting into here. Yeah. They probably shouldn't be. Look, Solo was disturbing. It is nowhere oh, close. no doubt about it. Nowhere close to the worst thing out there. Not even, like, on the same. Well. In the iceberg, it's somewhere it, towards the It might the top. be, though, it might be the tip of most disturbing you can get while still having uh undeniable artistic merit where like where it doesn't it like it doesn't border into your like oh this is tasteless like it's very tasteful yeah yeah while also being very disturbing yeah no okay yeah i might agree with that yeah i'm sure there are a couple of others i could think of yeah. Uh, uh yeah no fair enough but so that's what happened so you've got this post someone's like wow can't believe i found salo yeah which exactly. is not a hard thing to find uh, then you've got this teenager being like, trust me, dude, it's the worst thing. I don't, had to delete don't it. Don't fucking do it. And now we've got one of the old guard, Ziggy Zombie 5000. <laughs> My boy. Who says, <laughs> he, his retort to this child is, if Solo is the worst thing you've ever seen, then you clearly have not dug deeper into this genre of film. Uh-oh. Please <laughs> go watch Nico Daruma. Nico Daruma is Tumbling Doll of Flesh, which is... <laughs> oh, your boy! No, no, oh. your favorite Lucifer Valentine. Oh, is Tumbling Doll of Flesh not one of his? No, Tumbling, Tumbling Doll of Flesh is technically a Japanese porn film, but it's I've never seen it. But I it's won't. gross or whatever. It's, yeah, that's, it's not like that's the next logical step up from Salo. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty far out that's there. That's very yeah. much on the... Yeah. yeah. Uh, Water Power, which is a 70s rough porn film about enemas. Okay, so these are like shit fetish movies. Sage yeah. Sato's blood fetish slash self-harm films. I've never even heard of those. <laughs> uh, shockumentaries such as the rare dead person films, Death Farm, Orozco the Embalmer, to name some. Now, all of the I've heard of a couple of Wait, them. Is Orozco like, the Embalmer a very, documentary? No, it's a fake documentary. Oh, okay. It's a shockumentary. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, okay. Which I've heard of, I have not watched. Like, these are very, very far on the extreme end. Yeah, So yeah. if he was trying to, like, offer, okay, we've well, seen Solo, and you think that's the worst there is? There are plenty of things I would suggest as, like, little the, steps. Uh, just you and me personally. If Between, someone says, I want to step it up one notch from Solo. From Solo? say, even August Underground might be a bit too far Yeah, August though. Underground's a pretty big step, I think. Um, uh, Henry? From Solo? No, Henry's, I think Henry's less disturbing overall. It's, um, it's let me have a thing from Salo. Trash humpers. <laughs> no, although like I mean, there, there's different categories of like disturbing too. Like stuff yeah. like Gummo is actually kind of yeah, exactly, you know, but yeah. not in a gory or like particularly. Yeah, I no. think most people could watch it, but it, it's they'd be disturbing. upset to have done so. Yeah, like a lot of people mention kids on here too. The Larry Clark. It, that's thing. funny. Yeah. I've said that. How mm. much that movie disturbed me. Yeah, which yeah. I'm kind of surprised by. I, I would say, like for me, Solo is on about the same level as like Irreversible or um, oh, Irreversible would be a good one. Yeah, uh, Men Behind the Sun is probably a decent I don't step think up. I know that one. It's a Chinese film. It's it's really nasty, but it's yeah. I would say that's a, a yeah. Nice I'd say it's step. like it's like. What are you trying to? Are you trying to get disturbed? or Are you trying to see gore? Because that's not always. The and same I think they're thing. confused sometimes. Yeah. I think some of these people are very confused about that. Yeah. Um, hence the Evil Dead stuff. I guess Serbian film might be a yeah, yeah. next step up. Yeah, sure. Where it's still I find Salo still clearly fake. I find Salo more disturbing than a Serbian film. Personally. Absolutely, but, but I just mean if you're trying to up in terms the of content, terms yeah, of Serbian like film is a pretty whatever. decent intro into all yeah. that. Even Human Centipede Two, honestly. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, so then <laughs> like, they, they they go on Kermode and on. Mayo back. <laughs> yeah, they go on and on. Uh, that one's kind of funny. Uh, then there's also I, I saved a few of these. Some of them are just kind of they're a bit similar to. R slash cigarettes, which you've talked about. 
<laughs> I see it already. That's so awesome. this is when it says my evening. It's a really grim looking square pizza in like a, it's like, a in like a plastic container. An open tiny little bottle of Guinness. <laughs> the pizza genuinely does look like it came from the like the frozen section at the grocery store. It looks really bad. Like all the yeah. all, all the ingredients are sort of like quartered up. Like all the ground yeah. meat is sort of in one corner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's got that little sad pizza. And he's gonna little, sit down to watch. Little sad Guinness. A little bottle of hot sauce. <laughs> and he's going to sit down to watch Repo Man and Come and See. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Both uh, Criterion releases, what evening. by the way. Yeah, and like Come and See is just like a... Dep- th- these aren't particularly gross movies. Uh, Come and See, anyway, is just like a really depressing war movie. Right. It's disturbing, yeah. but... Not in the same way I we're talking about. I can't imagine yeah. being excited about settling in with a pizza and a Guinness to watch Come and See, which is just like a really sad, miserable movie. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, that one made me laugh. That's a bit r slash cigarettes ask. I sent you some screenshots from r slash cigarettes that I found. Yeah, it's a gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, that really is, but you didn't respond. So I was like, oh, did he not? Did he think, oh, well, actually, these ones are kind of just too sad or too great? No, I liked them. They're really good. Uh, So, yeah, like, sorry, to to distract for a second, go back to r slash cigarettes. Yeah. What? Yeah, you kind of need the visual for it, but one of them is just someone ashing, you yeah. know, t- tapping their ash into a can of soda or whatever. <laughs> and then, then what it, and the caption is, it's it's under the flare IRL pics, so in real yeah. life pics. God forbid as opposed that there are to picture what? people like, posting like abstract like, animations. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Google image searching a cigarette and posting it. Be like, can't afford one right yeah. now. But so all it is is a photo of someone standing out in daylight, ashing into a can, and the caption is, "Who clicks cigarettes of you in empty clans?" Oh. <laughs> Which, you know I have a penchant for yeah, broken, broken English. English. Yeah. That was a particularly good one. But again, like no one makes fun of that. And that's why I always expect it. It's the same with the Mugtowns. It's like when you get a ridiculous post, you just hope that people kind of laugh at it. But then the comments, the first, the Me. top comment is just, the top comment is just from Jizmo24. It's just, yeah, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Who all of you click? Cigarette into empty clans. Yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. I do. I click. I click cigarette into all empty clans, mate. Oh, oh! Did I ever tell you? Uh, side story. Quick side story. Uh, okay. When I first started dating Libby, even before we started dating, actually, the very first thing Libby and I did together, like once we became interested in each other, was we took a two and a half week road trip together. Mm-hmm. As you know. We were driving along and, you know, Libby smokes like a fucking chimney. As you said, one of the last true smokers. Yeah. And um, so she smokes like a fucking chimney and uh, we're drinking our energy drinks and she's smoking her cigarettes. And Did she uh, click it into empty can? Well, empty yeah. Clan? It, well, it wasn't an empty clan, oh, but no. it was right next to my also not empty oh, clan. Oh, and you drank it? I drank it. And there that. were like several butts in there. I've done that more often than I would like to admit. <laughs> it's yeah. a really awful it's not experience. Nice. Your tongue <laughs> feels terrible yeah. for like a good day after yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, well, you should have commented and mentioned, like, okay, well, I know you're all enjoying ashing, you all ashing into your empty clans. You're all having fun here, but word of warning. Um, so, hold on. Yeah. Hold all right. On. So, yeah. wait, wait. On the, so on those comments, the first, the top one is from Jismo. Yeah, mate. Yeah. 
The other one is uh, from Croatian Patriot. Yeah. I have a feeling a lot of them are Eastern European because yeah. that's sort of it's still yeah. sort of okay to smoke. Yeah. Um, I use Tetra Pak for the ash from a vanilla milk for the ash. I there then simply flow, throw away the liquid after I'm done. Much more civilized. Absolutely. You know what's more civilized? Get an ashtray. <laughs> you fucking animal. Get a fucking ashtray. Like, what? That seems like you're putting a lot of effort into ashing into a can. Like, you have to toss out vanilla milk or... Wait, are you used Tetra Pak for the ash and from a vanilla milk for the ash? And then uh, the other guy, the last one, uh, it's only got three comments. I am assuming this guy's American, called Gullible Compote. He just says, neat. Me? Neat. Oh, neat. Neat. <laughs> yeah, mate. Neat. These guys can't type because they have a cigarette in their yeah. hand. But this was my favorite one, which I'm surprised didn't get a, an immediate reaction out of you. Um, this one's from Towny Tanky. And there's a picture. Most of the pictures on our slash cigarettes yeah. are basically interchangeable. Yeah. yeah is a hand holding a cigarette yeah. usually in various places. Yeah. So this one, he's holding a cigarette out of his window at nighttime. And the caption is, smoking out my window while listening to Radiohead and thinking about how dark and cold this world is. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> I missed that one. You did? Yeah, I must oh, have missed well, that one. I, I remember mean, the empty clans. So th- there is nothing more ridiculous than this, right? Yeah, let me, pull, let me pull it up. No, no, I mean, here. well, yeah, I, I can read through what the comments were. Because again, I'm like, holy shit, that's funny. Yeah. That's so lame. Um, <laughs> surely someone's going to make fun of him for this. Yeah. But I forgot that this is our slash cigarettes we're talking about. Yeah. So, <laughs> the first comment from Humble Derp is, it's dark and cold, ellipses, but at least you're having a cigarette. Holy <laughs> fuck. That's grim. Then there's another That's one from the definition of grim. Ejnar, who says, so, it is dark and dark. That is why we have manga. And then manga is dark more. And then like I, the comic books? Yeah. Like Japanese okay. right, comic yeah. books. So it is dark and dark. That is why we have manga. And then manga is dark more. And then I also sit and smoke and maybe draw and maybe look around and maybe drink some Samogon in the morning when the night is lighting up. Thinking a lot makes me sleep occasionally. Just small time in the day. Happy and strongly can we get by taking care of us. How are you? <laughs> At least he's concerned at the end yeah, there. It's like such a weird... And his name is Asiana, which makes me think he might be like Nordic or maybe yeah. Icelandic. So God, I'm just yeah. imagining a very stern... But, yeah. yeah. Yes, life How is cold you? and dark, but that's why we have manga. <laughs> How are you doing, by the way? Um, I, uh, the, uh, the, the, the other comment there from Indigo Sapphire says, we've all felt that. But reminder, what what we're feeling is it being such a dark and cold world, so you listen to Radiohead whilst you're smoking out of your window. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's funny. It's it a is, funny it subreddit. I, I don't like to be mean about people, but... <laughs> <laughs> I do. I don't mind. I, I, I'm making an exception. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm just They're like, fun. it's too ridiculous. It's yeah. too silly. It's the kind of stuff that you'd be really embarrassed about if... If anyone were to find it. Yeah, if you were in your, <laughs> say if you were in your early 30s and posting on subred and hoping Sean doesn't see it and screenshot it. <laughs> it's only a matter of time. Uh, you see Sir Samuel I'll find in the every background weird one of them. Niche subreddit. Um, uh, I will say, I want to just quickly interrupt. Yeah. I don't, I don't even think this will be on the same episode anymore. The album that the girl would put on, she just texted back, Dope Smoker by the band Sleep. Sleep. We, which we had uh, established when we talked I about it. I thought we it decided it was Sun O. 
No, I was saying it probably isn't sound. It's probably sleep. So sleep's a little more groovy, you would say. Yeah, it's more stone of metal. Yeah. Definitely felt like metal. Mm -hmm. Definitely felt heavy. Yeah. Well, sun doesn't really. Sun's more like droning. Right. Anyway. All right. Let's get a few of these in, and then I think we're probably going to head out. Okay, well, I'm having fun. I mean, uh, the, the, I, mean I am having fun. So this this one, but it's uh, four o'clock. This one will segue, right? This is just a, a picture of a DV, of a Blu-ray that someone's received uh, with a note from the uh, from the creator. Okay, and it says to name redacted. I hope your HIV turns into AIDS from oh. Screamer Claws. Now, oh, Screamer Claws. Do you huh? know about Screamer Claws? I don't think I do. So there's That's a guy who calls name. himself Jimmy Screamer Claws, who makes <laughs> animations, animated films that try to be as kind of trippy and disturbing as possible. Yeah. Is that best? That's the best way. Do we you have any stuff it. from Screamer Claws we can pull up on YouTube or anything? Uh, I mean, sure, but no one else can see it, so I don't know if there's much point. But That's fair. That's fair. He did. He's done. As Just far as I know, edification. He's done, as far as I know, two films, two feature-length films, uh, which... Is that my girl? Dude, no one can see. What are you sorry, talking about? Sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, bottom on the... Is He's that seen Anna... a suggested video. Is that that's Anna... one, that's, Jimmy, that's Jim Carrey. Is that Anna Kachian from the Red Scare podcast to the left of Jim Carrey? No, that's someone who says a terrifying experience and insane asylum. Oh, all right, my bad. Go on. All right, let me pull up some Jimmy Screamer Claws. So... Jimmy Screamer Claws is a guy online who makes animations, that, but they look kind of like um, they look kind of like PS2 cutscenes. Yeah, it's like really dodgy 3D animation. Yeah. Uh, but he's tried to cram into them as much kind of like quote unquote trippy shit yeah. as he can, as well as a lot of really gross content. So. His most famous one is called "Where Where the Dead Go to Die," yeah. uh, which has a lot of. Um, I haven't seen it all, and I wouldn't. Um, it has a lot of like uh, kind of pedophilia in it. Okay, um, but sort of more graphic than you would like. It's got bestiality. It's got everything that you would want from like you but know from like a checkbox. Yeah, yeah, from like a checkbox on extreme movies. Uh, These are the censored. He's only got censored versions on YouTube. Um. Yeah, I mean, he just seems like a fucking edge lord, to be honest. Yeah, pull, but people pull, are going on about him. They're like, "Oh yeah, Screamer Claws." Pull up old Screamer Claws for me. Let's just watch this one. This one's called Ascetic. Ascetic, yeah. So, like, as in denying yourself pleasure. Yeah, and this is a censored version, and it's, not, it's seventeen minutes. Um, so this is obviously a short film, not one of his features. Warning, the, fir- the following film is presented in a highly censored form. Some of the ma- nastier bits have been removed or blurred. So you should consider not being a completely worthless fuck stain and buying an uncut copy from ScreamClaws.com. Oh, and banned from YouTube monetization, monetization. So this is your best way of supporting future filth. Whatever. Okay. It so here, like here we go. It's not going to be interesting. I've seen some of his shit. It's, it's shame. It's going to be interesting looking. So there's a guy reaching into a thing full of what looked like eyeballs. Right. The animation has improved since the clips yeah, I've say, seen. It's kind of cool looking. Like the camera is It weird. looks a little bit like stop motion now. Yeah. But it's also... Okay. 
So it's just the, the, what looked like kind of cult members in a, a an arena of filth. Yeah. Like kind of viscera and stuff, it seems. All right. Now someone's done something wrong. They pulled the short straw, I'm guessing. Okay, yeah. The, they pulled the wrong, the wrong eyeball. Color eyeball, yeah. So now they're walking through Uh-oh. a trippy forest where the, the the trees have eyes and oh, such. Oh, wow. This is corny as fuck, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> like I said, it's like an edgelord who's yeah. figured out like, they got Flash. You this know? guy, the scariest thing he's ever seen is uh, American McGee's Alice, the video game. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but he does get, gets genuinely nasty too. I, yeah. I don't know about this. I have no idea what this is. Oh, this is the censored. Thankfully, version. it's Let's censored yeah. <laughs> for YouTube. Yeah. All right. So, what big big bunch of guts here? There I mean, it's certainly. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know that I. I don't hate it. It's pretty interesting looking. Uh, this is a lot. It's a big step yeah, up from from what you saw. The yeah. thing I've seen, yeah, just in terms of animation quality. All right, now, oh, dead baby, oh, or yeah, at least here. impaled baby. Something bad's about to happen, guys. Yeah, there's a bunch of goo and stuff. Oh, uh, they're all like impaled on little. Uh, yeah, no, he's so pulling he's pulling them. out steaks from this right. baby. Um... So we've hit one thing on the checklist. So dead babies or something. Sure. Yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. That's pretty high on the edge lord checklist. And they're all like priests, so it's, you know, a little yeah, transgressive. Yeah, man. Oh, now there's some sort of limbless fella yeah. screaming in agony. Uh, he's just been decapitated. Yeah. And the guy's wandering around. There's also just someone hanging in the background. Sure. Because why not? Now we're coming out of the mouth of what looks like the funk from the Mighty Boosh. <laughs> uh, there's a toilet over there, so he wouldn't have animated that for no reason. He's, he's, let's see, he's feeding him the head. We could probably... Yeah, it's just, I don't know if it's super interesting. Yeah. Well, let's I'm skip, just thinking let's, about all the editing you're going to have to do. Yeah... Let's skip for. Realize how long it was going to be. Seventeen minutes of this. this is, yeah. Now imagine the same guy makes feature-length versions. Oh God. Yeah. So. Good old screamer claws. Oh, he's being eaten there. Yeah, he's gone down some kind of gooey tract of shit. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Well, it's just yeah. It's whatever. It's yeah. Like, right. it, that's like the edge lordy kind of shitty well, side. I mean, the way it. he signs his DVDs is very telling, I think. Yeah, but I think, you know, he's causing part of this rift because I think he's bringing in a bunch of kids. There are a bunch of, like, 16 yeah. year olds who would find that fucking. This is the scariest that's like thing I've seen the wall. since. This is the scariest <laughs> thing I've seen since Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of. It's, it's a, fun, a fun little community. Yeah. I got another one here before we go. Like, this is another one who, um, you know. He said, <laughs> "Pictures are awesome." Yeah, he said, "My collection of DVDs that I consider disturbing or disturbing adjacent." Disturbing adjacent is good. so you got a big collection R/ here. Disturbing adjacent movies. <laughs> yeah, a really big collection here, and uh, this is this is interesting. 
I don't know how many DVDs there are exactly, but let's say out of ten, nine of them are things like No Country for Old yeah, Men. Academy Award nominated films. <laughs> Downfall, the, the the Hitler movie. Yeah. Um, Bring Me the Head of Alfredo Garcia, Straw Dogs, which are like, okay, but they're still pretty prestigious. Yeah. Like, Horror films, uh, Tenebrae, like, you know, Dario Argento films, all really normal, I spit on your grave, mm-hmm. Hellraiser, The Wolf of Wall Street. That's interesting. The Wolf of Wall Street made it in. He's getting a little political with that one. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know anyone. disturbing. I don't know anyone who would have put that in there. Um, well, Wolf of Wall Street is just as disturbing as, say, uh, Hellraiser. Or The Blair Witch Project, which is also in there. Which is scary, <laughs> but I wouldn't call it disturbing. The Shining, too. JFK is in there. Oliver Stone's JFK. I think this is just his his movies. I think it's just his movies. (laughs) (laughs) It's just his collection of films that he likes. Elfin Lead is in there. Um, But then, all of a sudden, because I looked at this and I was like, oh, God, what an idiot. But then I looked, Tumbling Doll of Flesh. (laughs) Oh, wait, really? Yeah. The one that we just talked about. Yeah. Um, A genuine, basically snuff film. Yeah. That's something. So he's got that in there, too. That's funny, right? Literally catty corner from The Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, right next to fucking, you know, uh, Creep Show. Yeah. Underneath Inside, <laughs> a movie that I like quite a bit. Inside's good, yeah. yeah. I, I, I would understand putting it's Inside gory. It's, it's really gory. gory so yeah. that's fine. But then you got The Wolf of Wall Street, you got Hellraiser. Yeah, that's funny. I just don't know if you get the idea. But then somehow he picks up Tumbling Donald of Flesh. I'd wager he hasn't seen it yet, and that when he does, he's going to disappear from the suburb and... <laughs> Burn his house I don't home. like these guys anymore. <laughs> 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 exactly. Let's exactly. see. You know what I like to do every time I go to a subreddit like that? Controversial? Yeah. Yeah. What are they fighting about in here? I think it is, from Most what I've seen, it seems to be time. the old guard of people who think they know their shit. Okay, well, this... <laughs> How long has this subreddit even been around? The most Quite controversial well, post of all time was made two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> what are some movies you refuse to watch? Why is that controversial? I don't know. Let's see. This is sole. This is solely due to the content in them. And give me your reasons. Personally, I actually refuse to watch Hound a Dog. I don't know that one. Mm. Fat Girl. That's the Catherine Breaux movie. Oh yeah. Uh, kids. Kids. Murder set pieces. I don't know that. That's uh, Fred Vogel was involved in that. Pretty Baby. Don't know that one. Mm. The 60s and 90s Lolita movie. Are you talking about like the one based on the, like like the, the Stanley the, Kubrick, the Stanley Kubrick movie? There's That's a theme here. Odd. They seem yeah, to not like, like any child stuff. stuff. Is, yeah. I mean, people are saying about It's fair things. enough. It's a weird thing to kind of like... Um, I'm just going to name all the films I've heard of, that, even if they're really mainstream and like well-respected films. This movie he has up here called In My Skin. Is that the Pedro Almodovar movie? That's The Skin uh, I Live In. The Skin I Live In. Yeah, about? yeah. No. Oh. He must, there must be someone else. And then Mysterious Skin. Yeah. Another, so we have another yeah. trend going. Why would we watch Mysterious Skin? That's not like, I mean, it's upsetting, yeah. but it's not like. Well, no, but there's like child grooming in it. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. That's true. So yeah. obviously he's got a thing yeah. with that, which is fine, but it seems kind of not particularly worthwhile. Oh, well, hold to... on. Now he's about to go way hardcore on us. Oh, okay. Honorary mentions would go to Midori and Goodbye Uncle Tom. Oh, yeah. If I hadn't tried to watch them already. Mm. The content of Midori was too much, and Goodbye Uncle Tom was an appalling piece of shit I had the misfortune of watching before. <laughs> Is that the same guys as Cannibal Holocaust? Goodbye no. Uncle Tom? No, no, no. No. Uh, no. But it's uh, a similar premise, right? It's like an Italian... 
Yeah, it, it, that falls into the Mondo category. Uh, so from what I understand with Goodbye Uncle Tom, they fate scene so it wasn't real footage no, yeah. um but they went to i think like haiti or somewhere and they were basically apparently it was kind of pretty exploitative the way yeah. they used the locals like they were kind of i think they got a deal with the government who was like oh yeah bring attention to haiti oh no but i think it's about african slavery like in in the u.s yeah but they're using haiti no if i recall correctly it's about the i've never seen it but the premise from what Me i neither. understand is like uh a documentary crew goes back in time to slavery in America. Oh, I didn't know there was a time travel element. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's really stupid. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, it's, it's widely renowned. As oh, your boy got there. a shout out. Well, Marion Dora? I don't think there's a movie I'd be like, nah, I refuse to watch that. There are movies I've watched bits of and gone, yeah, this ain't for me. Like Slaughtered Vomit Dolls. Oh, Lucifer Mainly Valentine, just because yeah. they didn't really grab me. Ah, oh, don't listen to him, Lucifer. He's being canceled now. I wouldn't say I really believe in outright saying I wouldn't watch that without at least trying it. Well, that's a, I think that's a foolish belief. I think you can gauge what you do and don't yeah, want to watch. If a, if a film's called Slaughtered Vomit Dolls, yeah. so you're within your rights not yeah. to try it. <laughs> yeah, I, think you're, yeah. I don't think you're being too close-minded by doing no. that. No scat porn, vomit porn, crush porn, nothing with animals or children. Okay. And that's pretty fair. That'd be my preference, too. I, I don't, don't think like I could watch of any of Junko Furuta movies because just mm. thinking about it breaks my fucking heart. I don't know what that is. Junko Furuta was a pretty famous case in Japan of a, a girl, like a high school girl who was just tortured for ages by teenage boys. Oof. Just kept and tortured and... Um, the boys, I think, got away with it, more or less. Like They, mm. they kind of got let off because they were minors. So, yeah, but apparently they've made some movies about it, which I definitely wouldn't want to watch. I don't Dude, think. I think your fucking boy is on this subreddit. What do you mean? Because it's the most controversial post, and everyone keeps bringing it up. I'll watch most things, but I refuse to get into Lucifer Valentine. Amateur gross-out yeah. torture porn just for the sake of it is so pointlessly disgusting. Well, also- he, he's always been really um, prolific on like forums and stuff. Yeah. He, he's a big promoter of himself. I also uh, turned off Hannibal, Cannibal Holocaust after I found out the animal abuse was real. So awful. Yeah, that's pretty nasty. But... Yeah. It's also with Cannibal Holocaust. I think you know it was mostly like kind of natives killing animals, and they were going to eat them. Yeah, but yeah, like, there's a big, a huge tortoise, yeah, huge yeah. turtle. That's I pretty, have seen that. That's it's pretty, pretty nasty. gross. Yeah. yeah, it's grosser than you'd expect. The inside mm. of a tortoise would look like. I didn't think I'd heard about it. And I was like, yeah. I can handle that. Yeah. You know, like that's fine. I've seen slaughterhouse. Yeah, it's not you know fun. footage yeah. and stuff like that. Like. But no, the to- like, I don't know why it bothered me so much. It was like because its face was still, its head had yeah. been cut off, but it was still like going. Oh, yeah, away. it's unfortunate. Yeah, it's really grim. Tortoises are also. I didn't like realize it would most, be that big. Too. The sweetest and most gentle creatures. Yeah, and yeah. I, also, I also didn't really expect it to be that huge. I yeah, thought we'd be dealing with like a little tortoise that gets yeah, bashed or whatever. Yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, okay, well, it's a shame. Yeah, yeah, no, when you see a huge one that's having its shell like possibly yeah. ripped off its belly, yeah, yeah that's kind of gross. Yeah, yeah. I definitely won't watch kids either. See, that's interesting. I'm yeah, they're like, really... That's what I said. I'm like, they're really... Like, kids is not pleasant. Oh, here comes Mr. Big Nuts. Oh, really? Celebration unfair. You know, a lot of these are kind of starter movies. <laughs> what movies are you willing to watch? Oh, God, here we go. Uh, and this guy, OP, responded, I've seen fucked up crap like... These are all teenagers. I've seen fucked yeah. up crap like <laughs> Gummo. <laughs> Der Todsking? I don't know what that Der is. Der Todsking, yeah, that's a uh, George, what's his name? Jörg Bukgerite film. The guy made uh, Necromantic. Uh, the Todsking is actually, I've, I have seen that. That's yeah. kind of, um, pretty that's gnarly. pretty artsy. It's, yeah, uh, it's it's not 
I mean, it's not pleasant, but it's not like I wouldn't call it <laughs> this one's pure awesome. trash. I will say this one. This one's awesome. Pure this te- this movie's called Violence Jack. I don't know what that is. Violence Jack. <laughs> is that like a foreign title for the house that Jack built? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Violence Jack in Asia. They're just like, well, the house that Jack built doesn't make sense, so we'll just call it Violence Jack. <laughs> Man Behind the Sun one and four. Oh god, there were four of them. I didn't. I've never even heard. I of think Man I knew there the was sun. a sequel, but the first one was the most famous. It's uh, pretty nasty. Let's see here. It's about Eunice. Oh, and also the same guy responded twice. Mm-hmm. Then he said, "Absolutely nothing with children, nothing with animals or the disabled. No scat, blood, puke, or piss fetish content. Absolutely nothing." Ooh, with you're really gra- limiting yourself here. Sir. Absolutely uh, nothing with graphic child abuse, graphic self harm, nothing that exploits a real crime. Or is made against a family's wishes. Basically, he really is. There not is no. Watch shit. There yeah. is no disturbing. Good movie for him. That. He's got his principles. That's fine, but also, yeah. why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's kind of like the black metalers who were like, "Okay, I just want one that doesn't mention Satan because that's a bit culturally insensitive." This one's. Funny. I want one that doesn't have any kind of evil thoughts. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like mean stuff. <laughs> yeah, I want stuff that's just like you know, really about like I wish how communism would work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Promising young woman. That's an odd one. That's not even disturbing. No, uh, this is this promising young woman. IDK if it's disturbing or not, but just seeing the trailer hit too close to home and some personal experiences. Yeah, so like, I think this is a person who's got a problem with you know like rape like, stuff. Yeah, sexual abuse, and that's fine. But it's also like you know if if, if you're going on a, a subreddit called disturbing movies and you're mentioning anything that's got anything like that, there's so many film like the Shawshank Redemption has rape in it, or you know it's like. Would you not watch that because of the rape stuff? Like, yeah. it just seems a little bit scatterbrained rather yeah. than being like. Well, I mean, the more interesting question is like, yeah, which films do you like? The well, One Punch Luke comes in. One Punch Luke. Loose for Valentine's movies are at the top for me. Just knowing the testimonies and things that have happened with him behind the scenes. Yeah, oh, that's goodness. what I was trying to. What that's happened? what I was trying to say. He's being canceled. What happened to him? Well, I, I think a lot of girls started. Um, Maybe we should stop referring to him as your boy. <laughs> but well, that no, not my boy. I don't like. Uh, don't I have a vomit him. phobia. Yeah. Like, I, I don't. No, to be clear, I just say that because Shana's on the same forum as him, like years well, ago. I, well, no, he popped in because what he was doing. Apparently, a lot of, and as you'll find out, a lot yeah. of people had experience with this. Was he'd pop in to like any forum on the internet that was even tangentially like kind of gothy or. Yeah. Like a lot of band forums, and that's how I came across him. Was the he was on the Cradle of Phil forums trying to sell his DVDs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, since then, like a lot of girls have come out saying, you know, that when they were underage, he was like messaging them, finding them on forums, messaging them, asking them to send him videos of them vomiting. Oh God! And like especially bulimic, like he'd go on eating disorder oh, forums. Oh God! No, so it's not just for the movies, huh? No, no, it's a fetish. Like oh, he's God. for sure got a vomit fetish, which you know, like in and of itself, I'm like, did he? Like you have a fucking vomit fetish? Yeah, Fine, just don't, stay, don't like, go hitting up. Keep away from me. But no, he was. It's not even just the underage part. It's that he was specifically going. On like eating disorder forums, yeah. trying to find bulimics to send him yeah, videos or to cast yeah. in his movies. So taking advantage of drug addicts, um, yeah. like you know, they say that one of the girls was in at least two of his movies was his partner at the time, who was like a completely hopeless drug addict who he kind of manipulated into doing it. Oh, and then she died in like a drug deal gone wrong, and like yeah, it does just a lot. There's so much smoke 
there the, the it's there's almost impossible to think there's yeah. not a fire you know yeah. like and definitely from how prolific how much he was on these forums like it wouldn't surprise me at all if he was also like you know trying to get some girls to yeah yeah he's a poster be in his films yeah you know like he's a no and he's another one who goes by a pseudonym and no one really knows who he is interestingly it's Marion Torah no no <laughs> more interestingly guy. no more interestingly than that um there was a pretty strong theory for a while that he was Russ McCamey. Oh, that's intriguing. Yeah, and it sort of starts to make sense when you think about it a little bit. But, um... Because they have a very similar way of writing, where they're like, no, these are all just, you know, these are fun films. But, I mean, you got to be tough, but they're fun, you know. like, yeah. And that's the same way, it's the same kind of way that Russ McKamey talks about McKamey Manor. He, like, he doesn't really acknowledge how nasty it is. Yeah. He's always like, no, it's a PG haunt, you know. Yeah. Like, there's no swearing. Yeah. Stuff like that, like completely kind of obfuscating what people are complaining about. Um so it was interesting. I don't think it's true, but if anything, I think what that betrays is that we're like manipulative, kind of creepy, abusive people yeah. tend to obfuscate in similar ways, maybe because yeah. Marion Dora as well seems to be what? a bit. He's a Good. bit obfuscating yeah. too about some of his stuff. It's just about art and like the concepts and blah blah blah. Yeah, so, yeah you're not talking about like all the shitting, yeah, <laughs> all the real shitting on yeah. people's faces and stuff that you're doing. Like, yeah. Um, it's just the art and the concept, and, the, no, no, you know, and obviously it was a nightmare. And actors are difficult to work with. It's like, yeah, you're, you're ignoring the actual yeah. questions here. Like, you know what we want to know. <laughs> like, fucking answer for yourself. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, but you won't do it. And it's kind of the same with Lucifer Valentine. The same with Ross McCamey. Like, so there's a bit of a trend there with with those kinds of people. I think they yeah. just kind of, yeah, it's weird. It's really weird. But yeah, Lister Valentine, enough people have come out and said just terrible yeah, things. And I'm like, yeah, I, I fully believe that. All of that, everything <laughs> you were saying, just saying, it just felt very it's like, Oh, yeah, that, that's yeah. for sure true. He yeah. also, he did a documentary as well, which apparently is like the one thing that he did, which doesn't um, indulge his vomit, vomit yeah. fetish too much, although there is vomiting in it. Uh, it was a documentary called Black Metal Veins. About someone recommended it in there. Oh, actually. they did. Yeah, yeah they said the only a, one worth watching is Black Metal Veins. Okay, yeah, it's about uh, where apparently he's following around some heroin addicts. Um, that sounds then, extremely exploitative as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't seen it. Redeeming film. I haven't seen it, and I won't yeah. watch it. Obviously, I, I wouldn't watch anything. I've seen bits of sort of vomit dolls from. From the past, and I think I told you about how my brother rented that from like a blockbuster video, which I don't even know how it got in there. But it's insane. But I don't. Yeah, um, I distinct. I remember having heard of it and him just being like, "It was weird." He said it was like he that's said all was, he had to say about it. Yeah, he was just yeah. He's <laughs> was pretty weird. unflappable. He was just like he was just like he was like it just felt like like a Matrix Revolutions, mm. like a weird cyber goth like rave, but with a bunch of puking. He yeah. also he also said it felt very pornographic and fetishistic. Well, it is. Yeah. yeah. It is. And he definitely has that fetish. And some people, aside from the Russ McCamey people, I was just surprised to see Russ McCamey's name come up. Yeah. I didn't I'm like, oh, so I didn't famous. Really like, yeah. yeah, yeah. But people are kind of making that connection. But other people think he's also, he works in um, the porn industry in Canada. Because yeah. he's Canadian, supposedly. Um and there's one person who there seems to be pretty convincing evidence that it's either him who's a porn actor, actually, in like some of the kind of Max Hardcore type stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I, I think there was some pretty convincing evidence that it might have been him, or at least that they're pretty closely related. Imagine, oh, whoa, imagine, whoa. It, imagine. This is why I'm so in such a fucking bleak mood. Like, I've, I've gone too far. Yeah. I can like black metal. You're I can handle the iceberg. You're going to turn into that porpoise. <laughs> <laughs> no, but and honestly, like in this recent re re uh, whatever re- revisit. return to like yeah. extreme cinema, I actually haven't watched the Prodigal Son. No, but I actually haven't watched much or any of it. Because I realized yeah. pretty quickly, I was like, actually, no, I don't want to watch this anymore. Yeah. So except for like skimming through Carcinoma, skimming through August Underground, and uh, I don't know, like one or two of the, the fucking stupid Screamer Claws thing. Um, yeah, I, I kind of quickly, re- I've read a lot about them, but I actually haven't watched any of them. But just reading about them is making me upset. Yeah. It's well, actually, like, I realized, I'm like, oof. Like, this is making me not feel very good. Yeah, I mean... So then I stop. But then a few days later, I'm like, oh, well, let's go deep, back on r slash disturbing our movies. toe back in, yeah. Yeah, because there are some, like, I, I, I missed... Like, it actually made me go and get some Blu-rays I got to make sure that I had physical copies of, like, Salo. And I've got a British copy of Salo, but in fact, I think the one that I've got is the same one that Danish guy was amazed he couldn't find from the UK. BF, BFI version. Um, yeah, and I got, like, Antichrist. Got Fred Vogel's new movie, which isn't gory, um, just to see what he did. Um, it's not very good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but it was interesting to see him do something that didn't have gore on it. Well, it didn't cool. rely on gore. Is yeah. it monsters or anything? Or is, there, no. is there effects in it, or is it just, like, a drama? No, there's, like, a tiny bit of gore at one point, but, like, nothing you wouldn't see in a normal movie. No, it's a drama. It's about... Uh, uh, kind of washed up um, TV presenter in the 80s giving an interview to a mass murderer who's about to be executed. That's cool. It's kind of ten- it's, it's like that bit in Natural Born Killers with yeah. Robert Downey Jr. interviewing. It's actually a lot like that, but just stretched out to about 90 minutes. Yeah. It's not great. But you don't recommend it? No, not really. I, I think it was interesting. You know, I'm like, oh, good for you. Trans- what about and- Big Fan? Big fam? Or was that what it was called? True fam? What the fuck? With Limp Bizkit? With Fred Durst? Oh, I think it's just called The Fanatic. The Fanatic. There you go. Yeah, well, that's Fred Durst. That's a whole other... Yeah. What was the connection there? That's Fred Durst directing about, a movie about John Travolta. About all the shit movies you watch. <laughs> that one is really Sean shit. just gave the classics chin scratches. Yeah. yeah. No, that, I'm, not, I'm not sad I watched The Fanatic. Yeah. I, I think more people should know that exists. Yeah. Because it was weird to see John Travolta up on stage at the Oscars. Uh, did, was right. he up there? Yeah, he was up there with Will Smith at the end. Like, uh, but did they get in a row? No, <laughs> no. But it is it is really bizarre to see that and then realize that that is the same John Travolta who played Moose, an autistic, an autistic yeah. fanboy <laughs> called Moose, who wears Hawaiian shirts and has a mullet. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, I mean, it, it's one of the most offensively kind of poor. It's not a taste. It's just got no. There's no intellect behind that movie at all. Like, it is a movie that's truly made by a really stupid person. Yeah, <laughs> which you don't actually see that often. Like, there are lots of movies where I'm like, oh, this is dumb or whatever. But like, to think who made whoever made this is stupid. Like, they are dumb. Like, they are a really yeah. dumb person. That's what the fanatic was <laughs> the whole way through. And like, just the idea of John Travolta. Or- R slash disturbing movies. 
The fanatic is not disturbing, though. It's just really bad. Neither is fucking really Gummo, terrible. but like, here we are. No, it's got like one bit of violence in it, I think, but yeah. not much. And it's just John Travolta walking around pretending to be autistic. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, uh, but he's like 60 or 70, uh, however old he is now. He's 60, he's not 60. John Travolta? How old is John Bruce Willis Travolta? is 65 or something. Uh, here, so I, I did hear about that, by the Yeah, way. that's, that's a bit of synchronicity. That's just a bit of synchronicity, because Rachel, for whatever reason, just got a Die Hard poster that she put up in the hallway. She came right. from, like, an estate <laughs> sale. Why and not? Like, yeah, oh, right, <laughs> just he's, randomly. He's but 60, it made me... He's 68, it made, by the way. 68. Right. Yeah. But it made me go back and watch... John Travolta 68? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it made me go back and watch Die Hard, and then, uh, like, you know, on the suggested movies, it was, like, all these fucking weird, terrible, low-budget action movies that Bruce Willis has been in recently. Because he's one of those people that's kind of d- just gone away. Yeah. He's almost gone the Ni- Nicolas Cage route yeah. of, you know, just turning up in these really weird, awful, low-budget movies, and you're like, why? But with Nick Cage, you know that he's got a tax bill, and it's pretty well yeah. known that he kind of has to do all of this shit just to, just to pay them off. Um, Bruce Willis, though... I wasn't aware that he had, like, tax problems. I don't think he does. Uh, so I was, like, kind of curious, and I was looking into it. Like, why is he turning up in these things by, like, absolute no-name directors shot in Eastern Europe in, like, two days? And he's wearing, like, earpieces during the film, like, which keep coming and disappearing because he's presumably getting his lines fed to him. Wow. And, like, he... When you see clips, you see scenes. Like, Red Letter Media did a whole kind of breakdown on yeah. it. You see scenes where he's clearly not in the same room as the other actor. Like they're shooting their scenes completely separately uh, because presumably they only have him for like, I don't know, a couple of hours. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So his response is like, he's just saying words. He's not reacting the way that the scene, he clearly hasn't read the script or anything. And I was just like, but why is he even bothering to do that? Like he can't be getting paid that much. Why would you do that to yourself? But yeah, then not, Less Red than Durst a week later, this this news comes out that he's got aphasia. Oh, oh! You hadn't heard about that? No, I heard about that. I was right. for some reason in my head, I thought we were still talking about John Travolta and the fanatic is with the wit. No, no, no! I'm in. talking about Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis oh. and, and the recent films he's been in. He's been in something ridiculous, like twenty films in the last few years, but oh, no one knows what they are, and like, yeah, they no, kind of just heard, disappear. I have heard that. Yeah, that he's he's he's. I have heard about the aphasia. Yeah, and it's, but it's just a coincidence that I was literally wondering and looking into it a few days before that. Yeah. It's almost like, oh, we owe Sean an explanation. <laughs> the world so owes Sean an explanation. We're going to come and explain it. And yeah, yeah he's got a facial, which I guess, was, I mean, they're saying it's not a form of dementia, but it seems awfully similar. Yeah. Like to the point where not only is he, you know, he can't, he has trouble with memory, he can't remember lines, hence them being fed to him. Yeah. But he also sometimes apparently gets confused that he's on a, on a film set. Yeah. So, you know, he's he turns in his mind. I'm, I'm guessing he turns up in Eastern Europe dressed in like a really low budget astronaut suit. Yeah. And all of a sudden is like, what am I doing? Like, what, what am I doing here? It's really sad, but it's also like. Jesus Christ. Like, so I guess the idea of him doing all these films is, first of all, that he might not have the capacity to do a proper high-profile film anymore. He just needs to do things that he can do very quickly and easily um, without even having to remember lines. Um, and getting paid, I don't know, a, couple, a million dollars per picture or something like that, um, which probably is like most of the film's budget just yeah. goes to getting him in it. Um, and yeah, then I guess he's retired now. Kind of sad. 
It's kind of sad. Like he was because I was watching about that. I watched Die Hard three, which I hadn't seen for ages, and I'd forgotten how sort of charismatic he was. Oh yeah, he was actually really funny and charismatic back at that. I mean, now I just associate him with like a kind of very stern looking, bold face Looking that like you see shit, on yeah. posters, kind of squinting. And yeah, it's kind of like devalued him in my ass. But yeah, when I think back, like the last Boy Scout was really funny. Like he's really good in that. He was good in the first Die Hard. He was good. He's been good in a lot of things. And he just kind of lost the... Yeah, he's great in Cop Out. Absolutely. I'm just trying to get Max interested again. <laughs> yeah, I was curious. I was, uh, little, I was fading there a little bit. <laughs> like, boy, this guy loves this guy loves Bruce Willis. I had no idea. <laughs> I don't love Bruce Willis, but it reminded me that oh shit, he was. You know, there are a few yeah. actors like that where you're like the same with Nick Cage, kind of. Because yeah. like you just assume now anything that Cage is in is going to be shit and tacky and kind of rubbish. But then every now and then you go back and you're like, oh fuck, he was really good in like Raising Arizona, or he was really oh, good. Yeah. He was like solid in Leaving Las Vegas. Oh yeah, you know, or and and stuff like that. But Adaptation. yeah, now you just think of him overacting and everything and chewing the scenery and being in kind of shit movies or some some movies where he doesn't have any lines because he doesn't want to learn a script like Willy's Wonderland. If you well, saw that, no, I didn't actually. Mm, it's not worth watching. I'll right? close out on this. Okay. Uh, watched an interview with him where they were doing like here's Nicholas Nick- Cage. Yeah, okay. Nicholas Cage was doing one of those like internet. I don't know who does them, but like they're always all over, all over YouTube where people look at like the most Googled questions about themselves or like the subreddit questions about themselves. Mm-hmm. So Nick Cage was answering online questions about himself. One of them was they said, "Is it true that um, you know that whole rumor about him is that he paid like 150 million dollars for a dinosaur tooth or something like that?" Yeah, or a skull. I think it was a dinosaur skull. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't 150 million though. It was 150,000. It was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot of money though. Um, apparently, it is true. I believe it. Yeah. And what he said about it was, "I did do that." However, the government of the country that it was excavated from requisitioned it back. So he paid they said, that "I money didn't and... have a legal right to have it, so I gave it back to them, but I never got the money never from the auction money back. back." Yeah, that sucks. But that's not the sole source of his <laughs> his financial oh no that's not what i was talking about i just thought that was an interesting story i'm like wow this guy got totally fucking ripped off and the fact that that could happen to you and you could survive it i'm like wow nicholas cage must have a great deal of money well he does well from what i understand he does yeah, but he's, he's just like an in incredibly frivolous spender and he bought a ton of property that he couldn't really afford yeah and well i think one of his biggest possessions he has an action comics number one the first appearance yeah of Superman, yeah no he's a comic usually, collector usually is around about a million dollars yeah but you've got to yeah. think he gets paid more than a million per picture you know so yeah, true uh, yeah it, actually pro- probably maybe not now i think some things he's been in he's probably making maybe a hundred thousand or a couple hundred thousand but i mean if they're paying <laughs> toby mcguire a million dollars for Dude, the that new is Spider-Man, fucked, by the way Before that's not go, much that's for... something else how little toby mcguire got paid yeah i was shocked by that when i learned that i think we've talked about it on the podcast we, we did before. yeah yeah but you, you get paid like a hundred dollars yeah yeah <laughs> he got free tickets to the, yeah. to the premiere yeah. he wasn't even invited he was yeah he you was can take like, three friends yeah. to an amc <laughs> screening no popcorn <laughs> yeah, you have to buy your own concessions uh but nicholas Cage is in a movie coming out where it's like meta now have you seen that i'm seeing yeah, trailers in the films it looks that. fucking terrible and it's like that's a shame because it's like there, I think there is a decent way. Nicholas Cage is beloved. Like everyone still really yeah. likes him. Yeah, he's not like hated. He hasn't fallen out of favor. Everyone actually really respects him. He did that movie Pig last year, which yeah. everyone was like giving Oscar nods yeah. to. Didn't get them, of course. But yeah. 
And I was like, yeah, that was a decent I, film. I, decent yeah, art, I think, artsy I, I, think film. I was driving down Fairfax, or, uh, I think in silent, in silent Theater on Fairfax, I think I saw like the posters for this. It's called Big Star or something like that. It's like the cost of draw. fame or something like that. I don't remember what it's called. Um, the something cost of fame. Or, yeah, but I've seen trailers for it a few times. It looks just awful. Like, I don't like... I, yeah, what I don't like is I don't like the thought of Nicolas Cage buying into his own meme status. Because I'm like, you're yeah. a very good actor. Nicolas Cage is one of my favorite actors. Like, I love Nicolas. I, you can make that face all you want, but I love <laughs> Nicolas really Cage. One of the, yeah, no, he's good. He, he Denzel Washington and Nick Cage are my two favorite male actors. Well, what was the other one? Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington? Okay. And then I also like Scarlett Johansson. These aren't very good. Like, I'm sorry, <laughs> they're not what I would put. Oh, like, at the oh top, sorry, the top, top Oliver tier. Reed over here and fucking, Oliver Reed. I wouldn't put him at the top. Either. I don't know. I was trying to think of like a classic person. No, but like you know. Anyway, um, but yeah, he's in this new movie, and it fucking it, yeah, it looks like so he's playing a twisted version of himself with financial. He's acknowledging all the financial issues, and but then it seems to turn into like all these fucking stupid movies turning into like a kind of crime thriller thing where he's a crime yeah. comedy a buddy cop type thing you know a buddy and, comedy probably where, him and some like 15 year old stre- twitch streamer girl no it's she's him like some dude, dude you're a meme legend yeah yeah no it's a shame it's a shame mm. it's a shame alright I'm gonna go All right, I'm that's gonna go shame. so I can go home before I'm going to this house party in fucking century city or whatever the fuck it's called over by the grove what is that mid Wilshire just Hollywood city. Yeah, mid, I guess you yeah. could go up mid city yeah. West Hollywood really all right. Well, well, thanks for joining us on this extra long. How, many, how long yeah. did we go? Three and a half three, hours. Three hours. Do we release the whole thing as one? I don't know how. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know how, how I'm going to cut it. But we'll Dude, see. George will be so happy. This one, George, if you made it to the end, <laughs> give me a text. He's like, "Oh, good. I'm walking to Vegas. <laughs> Finally, I'll have something to have something to listen to on the way." <laughs> All right. There we go. All right. You got see your fifteen dollars you worth. There you go. Fifteen dollars. That's the blood, blood alley reference. Oh, that's right. Okay. I'm fascinated by the body, the body of human beings, but the, also the body of animals mm-hmm. and the nature. Yeah. And um, I try to go inside the things mm-hmm. as far as possible. This is why I prefer to make films uh, outside and not in rooms. Yeah. So it's not so satisfying for me uh, to shoot a film like Cannibal. I prefer a film like uh, Angels Melancholia because there are more outside shots. And um, maybe this um, leads to that um, common uh, thread uh, between um, my films. When you use an insect, it's available everywhere. Everywhere you can uh, catch a spider and uh, can took it for the camera. And um, it looks great. And um, but you you have to think about uh, is it necessary for the scene or is it uh, can I use it as a symbol? Mm-hmm. And um, the best uh, animals for shooting, of course, are snails because they are very slow and they do exactly what you want. Mm-hmm. They look great. <laughs> I love them very much. Uh, with no doubt, uh, I like uh, Angels Melancholia most because it's the deepest and the most complex. But at the same time, I regret that I made it for some reasons. Because uh, at a certain point during shooting, I realized that I lost uh, control 
about what was happening, but I did nothing to stop, and uh, it was a hard time. Um, it was a three-time, sh- uh, three-week shooting, I think uh, 20 days of shooting, and uh, it's a long time, but um, the film was very complex and very difficult yeah. to make, especially if you work like uh, I work without any team, if you do anything by yourself, it was a very hard time and um, I don't want to have such a time again in my life. <laughs> I think in Germany we have a very big problem with censorship. Um, maybe the worst time is um, in the, was in the past, maybe the 80s and the 90s. Now it's not as, as worse uh, anymore. Um, not as bad anymore, but um, for me, the official censorship never was a problem because my films are underground stuff mm-hmm. and so uh, I think there are no problem for official censorship. Mm-hmm. Nobody of the official uh, censor board will ever see my films. Um, the problem had always been um, the problems I had with, uh, for example, with the producer, with Angels Melancholia, for example. Mm-hmm. And um, with some people seeing the film and um, try to start a legal charge against me because of some aspects in my films, uh, this was the most problem, the official morality. Uh, for some reasons I uh, try to hide my identity and uh, so it's not so easy to write me a letter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe... Uh, no, no, I don't have an agent, um, and maybe the, maybe the letters uh, will be hate letters. And <laughs> maybe it will be interesting to read, but uh, I prefer to be an underground filmmaker. Yeah. Um, nobody will know me and my films, but you will always find uh, some people um, interested in underground stuff, and maybe they will know me. To be honest, it's very hard for me to remember some funny anecdotes because (laughs) there wasn't any funny thing during shooting, for example, Angels Melancholia. It was a horrible time and um, maybe it's not a good idea to tell too many details uh, of the shooting (laughs) for some reasons. Um, I can tell you one uh, thing. uh, I had to, uh, I had to, to shoot an orgy scene, and um, the things that happened during that scene, um, I only can film one time. And uh, I said it to the people in front of the camera. Okay, now we start the scene, and please, you have to make your things absolutely right because it's only possible for me to shoot it one time of course yeah. because the thing happens you can't uh, repeat and um, after that scene it was a horrible scene it was the end of a horrible night and um, the people had been exhausted and bloody and uh, it was a real orgy scene and they asked me are you satisfied with the result look at your camera um, and I w- tried to watch it at the camera and I saw I had made a mistake. I, I was the opinion I pressed the start button, but I pressed it before and it was the button to end the camera. So there was nothing at the camera. 
and the people ask me, is it okay, is it okay? And I sweat it. <laughs> it's great, it's beautiful, wonderful. Let's end this night now. <laughs> I have uh, two or three scripts at home, completely written. Three scripts. Um, two of them are more, uh, a little bit more bigger scripts, uh, bigger projects, so I don't know how to realize it. Um, or when to realize it, but uh, one is a very small thing. I can do it in three or four days, and uh, maybe at the end of this year I will do it. We will see.